cannot catch a virus. The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. I imagine that right now you're feeling a bit like Alice. Tumbling down the rabbit hole. Hmm? Well, back at it again, boys. Let your mind peel away the mysteries of the world. That's right. I'm talking deep, frazzle drip deep. This is Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracies Podcast. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Oh, by the way, my balls is hot. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Yes, and we're back. We're back for another one. Uh, round two of our three-part series, 9-11, The Three Towers. This is part two. Uh, yours truly in the microphone right now, Big Country as always, on the other end of the mic. You're uh, the favorite host for this evening. Say hello. It's me, boy. No Chris. Mm-hmm. No Chris, Chris. Uh, unfortunately. He's um, busy or whatever. <laughs> um, doing some dad stuff, hanging out with the kids. He was going to come in remotely. Um, but he forgot the laptop to go take it with him, so fuck. Yeah. And the and the towers were knocked down by airplanes. Yeah. <laughs> since we're just making shit up here. <laughs> yeah, since we're just being silly. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, he's uh, he's and, out at what, football practice or something like that? Uh, I think they have like a volleyball tournament tonight. And then someone had to drop off little man to hockey, so Yeah. Busy. He's got a lot going yeah. on. And still moving into a house. Yeah. That he probably can't even live in anymore. But <laughs> um <laughs> He'll hear that and he'll laugh. <laughs> he'll laugh. Mother. They never joke. They never she knows the story. <laughs> yes. You motherfucker. That's always Chris too when <laughs> take jabs. Listen here, motherfucker. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so um Part one, uh, I thought it was a pretty good show, yeah. a lot of fun. Uh, we went through the official story of 9-11, as we're told to believe. Um, the video for that is up right now on our Rockfin channel, if you haven't checked that out. Don't want to hit any spoiler alerts here. Maybe go stop listening to this one, go listen to that one, or go watch that yeah. one. Um, I put the graphic of the towers behind it. I thought it turned out like pretty pretty cool. I liked it. Um, minus the storm shadow paraphernalia behind me. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> But uh, hopefully get a, get a green screen rocking here pretty soon. So we've been pretty busy ourselves. Um, I want to thank everybody who has thus showed us support and followed us and liked our show and continue to listen every week. We do this for you guys and girls. Or they's, mm -hmm. them's, these, or uh, fucking mm. whatever. I, do, I, do we have anybody like that that listens? Like, these are my know, pronouns. Maybe. Get it fucking right. I do it for the uh, what are they called furries <laughs> for for the for the uh, for the bronies 
What are those? You don't know what Brony is? No, it's not, dude. Bronies are old school. Like, I won't say old school, but Bronies have been around for a while. They're dudes. What's that? Now, I'm, I don't know if there's any Bronies listening, so don't attack me, but they're dudes that are super into My Little Pony. Pretty creepy. <laughs> yeah, they're called Bronies. Pretty creepy because it's a child's toy. That's dude, not a thing. I swear to God. I don't know if... How do you spell it? I'm going to look it up. B-R-O-N-I-E-S's, I guess. I'm not sure. Bronies. Or any... I get brownies any, recipe. Any. Did you mean brownie recipe? No, I mean bronies. <laughs> like, are you sure, weirdo? <laughs> oh, there's like... Uh, from a few... Oh, okay, here he goes. What is a brony? <laughs> Jesus Christ. A whole new rabbit hole Okay, here, brony... <sighs> This is this is what this is what happens <laughs> after the towers have fallen. A brony is a grown-up fan of My Little Pony, namely of the 2010 show. Bronies are a community of fans who simply aren't afraid to admit that they enjoy a colorful, fun show. No, no, no. Welcome no. to here. Here's here's Brony Dome. Brony Dome. Okay, <laughs> here's where it gets weird. <laughs> It's uh, and now don't get me wrong, dude. I got boxes of fucking toys, Star Wars toys out here, right? We I'm sure we got fans out here, boxes of GI Joes and Legos and yeah, I got a few over there. Yeah, what whatever. And I save for Storm Shadow, Wh- whatever, right? But like, it's just it's just weird because it's My Little Pony. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if there was a yeah. bunch of grown ass, that toxic masculinity. Of <laughs> yeah. Us. If there was a bunch of grown ass men who are like, I fucking love Barbies, it would be weird too. You know what I mean? Yeah, bar- or like um, Powderpuff yeah, Girls. Fucking yeah, Powderpuff Girls. It's my shit. You know, why <laughs> yeah. he's going around doing that? So it's just weird, especially because like, I the first thing I imagine is like a bunch of grown men dressed up as ponies, right? Like ponytails, <laughs> like rainbow fucking clip in hair and shit. Like walking up to little kids at Comic Con who are like waiting in line to buy a fucking pony, and they're like, "You want to trade? Let, let, tell me about your collection." Like that's the part that freaks <laughs> me out, and maybe that's just my conspiracy mind, you know. But mm, I don't think it's that it, far off. To listen, be honest with if, you. if some if some dude approached me with like a I heart Bronies shirt on while my daughter's trying to pick up a fucking pony and was like trying to wheel and deal like we'd have a problem <laughs> i wouldn't yeah. be like no no, no it's cool you he's a brony get... <laughs> you'd be like uh you might get jujitsu. Yeah. yeah free yeah. naps <laughs> that's well you know uh free naps um i feel like it's almost similar in in a, in a way to like the anime scene yeah who people get really involved with like certain anime. There oh. was only one anime that I ever really watched that I was really Dragon Ball. Like, uh, oh, okay. Cow- so Cowboy I guess there's Bebop. two. That's your jam, Cowboy Bebop. Um, which live action coming in next month to Netflix. Yep. So pretty excited about that. But, um, that was still kind of like I don't say like a manly show because it's a cartoon, but you know, it's like about bounty hunters and there's guns and starships and stuff like yeah. that. And Dragon Ball Z was like about fighting and karate and Kamehameha <laughs> and stuff like that. You know yeah. what I mean? But for me to be like, guys, hear me out. Have you seen this fucking pony show? Yeah. What? Guys, you gotta, you gotta watch My Little Pony. Episode seven, season six, like, <laughs> and there's dudes like, dude, that. listen, 
I know there's this dope-ass movement out right now <laughs> called Investigate 9-11, but hear <laughs> me out. It's sweeping the nation. Yeah. By the way. Okay, have you seen what Tinky Winky did? <laughs> oh, that's the Teletubbies, but... <laughs> Have you seen what that fucking stabbing, backstabbing that punny mother bitch motherfucker. Um, so, so we just got a text message from Chris. I'm not sure if you read it. Oh, I okay. Have no, I'll no. read it to you. 9 okay. 11 wasn't an inside job. There, I said it. Show me proof. And then L he throws a LOL in there at the end. Fucking guy. Uh, my phone must be tripping because I haven't got Lost that. Lost cause, yet. dude. Lost cause. Well, Chris did say. He's a lizard guy. He did. He did. Because he told us. He said that live on yeah. air. It was pre-recorded. <laughs> he said it. It's forever on our show. He is a lizard he guy. He is a lizard guy. He also remembers things before the Mandela. Effect. Yeah, he'll be like, no. That was, no. what do you mean? Yeah. Of course it was, of course it's always been the Bernstein bears. <laughs> yeah. Clearly. And obviously, there's never been a basket of fruit on fruit of the loom underwear. Yeah. It's never happened. He's a psychopath, dude. Fucking obviously guy. a killer. So, um, Christina, this one goes out to you, buddy. You and your new vagina. <laughs> um, one thing I did want to mention before we get into tonight's topic, if you're new to the show, this is kind of what we do. This is what we do. It's like a warm-up for us before we get into the uh, the topic of the show. We kind of spitball a little bit, make you laugh, maybe, maybe offend you a little bit. A little bit. Maybe offend you a little bit. I don't know. I heard one of the dumbest things I have ever heard recently. Um, I was watching some YouTube videos, actually, to figure out how to set up an OBS studio to do green screen for uh, Riverside.fm. Okay. So that way I can interlace behind me like... That's how I do it. My, I'm by no means, if you've listened to our show from from point A, first episode till now, you know it's greatly improved. I think, however, we're self-taught. We're not experts. We're kind of just figuring this out yeah. as we go. So trying to get better. Um, trying to get some new equipment, by the way, which we will mention that during our break. But um, there was a German rapper that like popped up on the feed, like um, uh, I forget his name. His name's uh, oh, his name's Miro. He's he's German. He speaks German, but he's Turkish descent. Okay, like a lot of people from Turkey go to Germany. Mm -hmm. um, I remember my German teacher in in junior college was telling me about it. She's like, um, "How do I how do I say this without like sounding like racist?" Um, the Turkish people to Germans in Germany are kind of like the Mexicans <laughs> here in the U.S. Okay, okay. <laughs> and I was like, "Nope, not racist. Yeah. No, no, I we get it. Hear you loud we and get clear. It. Yeah, we get it." She's like they don't. They go there and they don't work and they, they don't accumulate to like our culture and they they live off the government and it's not good. It's very not good. <laughs> and I see like she's like un like taking off her top and it's got like a, she's like the SS unicorn. Like, what is that? So the thing is, is we just have to you know um, really get back to the Third Reichish kind of ways. You know. Yo. Now she said that and I was like, oh my god. Okay. Does the administration know this? Because you probably wouldn't have a job. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing everyone here is blonde hair and blue eyes. Am I right, Peter? Holy hell. We're cool, right? <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> she... Um, uh, so the, this Turkish rapper. So it was a reaction video. Now, I didn't... Boy, I'm sure you know what like reaction videos yeah. are. Yeah. Okay, so if you don't know, 
it's basically just people that are predominantly on YouTube, maybe on TikTok, stuff like that. I don't fuck with TikTok, yeah. but um, they just watch videos. And then people watch them <laughs> through YouTube react to those videos. Yeah. That's what they do. And this bitch um, had like 200,000 sub- like subscribers. Just to watch her watch her some channel. shit that they can't even watch. Just to watch her watch. Because you're not watching yep. what they're watching. You're just looking yeah. at their face. And like, the thing is, I've seen some reaction videos that are actually well quality as far as the videos in the bottom right corner. Mm-hmm. The audio is coming through. Mm-hmm. Like you, what you're hearing, so it's not like coming through a speaker, yeah. and it sounds all shitty. That's what she had, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> um, and I mean, there's some German rap that I do listen to. I have no idea what they're yeah. saying. I can make out like a sentence or yeah. two. Some of these guys are actually really good as far as like beat and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So this this the song starts, and I know the song, but she's like, mm. <laughs> "Boom, okay, yeah." And then she like hits pause. And she's like, okay, like that's what I'm about. Like right there, like it comes in all low like that. And then boom in your face. And I was like, straight white girl to like oh, yeah. valley girl yeah. almost. And then she goes, so like guys, like this is what I try to do. Like as a YouTube reactor, this is an I want YouTube what? reactor. Yeah, she's like, so like my job is like a YouTube <laughs> reactor. First and of all, like, you said job and reactor. Of- in <laughs> <laughs> job and YouTube reactor. Listen, not saying YouTubers don't make a lot of money. It's a very, very small percentage of YouTubers that make a lot of money, right? Yeah. Kudos to them. They found a fucking loophole <laughs> in life or whatever. They found a niche, yeah. man. Uh, whether they're government-controlled fucking Project Monarch or whatever, you know? But, uh... Yeah. Uh, uh, if my kid was like, hey, I just got a new job. Cool. What's your? What are you doing? You're like you work in? Like, what's your trade? Yeah. What's your, what trade are you in? Um, I'm a YouTube reactor. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, you reactor? That sounds like scientific. What do you do? Uh, no, I, I like nuclear. Mm, no, I I watch I watch things, and then people watch me while I'm watching it, and then I react to that. I'm like I'd be like, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> No, 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 it's going great. I got, like, 13 subscribers right now. <laughs> you know? Yeah, Here's the thing, man. It's like, when she said that, she said it like it's a legitimate business model, <laughs> like, top-down CEO. It's got a structure. Yeah. We have an HR plan. Yeah. Um, I get great dental and medical <laughs> benefits. Um, And I was like, I don't, I don't understand, like... Our show and shows like ours, we're out there, you know, doing this to wake people up yeah. to some fucked up shit that's really going on. And then we have people on YouTube calling themselves reactors as if it's like a job. A profession. Professional reactor. Like a profession. <laughs> a professional reactor. Uh, we should start a reaction page, like on YouTube. Where we just watch, like fucking the twin towers get knocked over and like frazzle drip and like fucking <laughs> listening to like the podesta tapes where he's like torturing people and shit like that yeah <laughs> we're like, <"Ugh!" laughs> yeah, right. like dude that's like the 15th video you guys have just puked for fucking 45 <laughs> minutes straight <laughs> If you like our content, <laughs> hit that like and subscribe. Yeah. Hit that like and And why is it always Russian guys that go smash that yeah. like smish, button? I'm like, what do you smish. mean smash? It's a mouse button. Yeah. 
I can't only push it right? so hard. But you know there's some Kyle out there just punching his mouse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good <clears throat> professional Russian. Smish did like button. Smish Make like sure button. you subscribe. Yeah. Smish like button. They're always so aggressive. Go ahead and destroy your fucking keyboard yeah. and hit this. Like, it's mother with with keyboard. Uh, smash, <laughs> smash yeah. firstborn with keyboard. <laughs> That's right. Your only loyalty is to Mother Russia and me <laughs> for smashing the like button. Uh, one other thing I wanted to mention, and I don't know why this bothers me, and, and maybe you can give me some insight. Maybe I'm misguided here. So recent in the news, um, this particular celebrity is kind of blowing up. For basically fucking saying everything that we've been saying for, I don't know, since the dawn of this show and shows <laughs> like ours. So, um, Big Titty Nicki Minaj comes out and is like, I'm not going to get the vaccine. I shouldn't have to get the vaccine. I believe in freedom of yeah. choice. And then so, obviously, she's maybe broken her programming. That's but there's people out there that are like, yeah, like, she's on our side. Like, we got a celebrity now. I'm like, yeah. Let's not forget, though, that she's also admitted numerous times that she sold her soul for yeah. fame. Her brother is she a pedophile. She openly talks about... Yeah, she... Yes. Yeah, and she openly talks about the fact that she has a demon inside of her. His name is Roman. Yeah. And she raps about it all the time. Yeah. And maybe she's... Maybe she has broken her programming, but it's That's like... The, uh, guys, listen. <clears throat> I was thinking the same thing, because there's people who are like... Oh, like you said, oh, Nicki Minaj is on our side. And it's like, dude, good for her saying what she said, right? But we've had motherfuckers like Kevin Sorbo saying this shit. And listen, he's way fucking cooler. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Um, he doesn't associate with pedophiles, as far as I know. And uh, dude was Conan. Yeah, dude, Come on. fucking Conan. Her, and Hercules. Come on. And Hercules. No, he was Hercules. Yeah. He was Hercules. I was thinking Conan. Conan was Schwarzenegger. Fuck that guy. I think. Yeah, fuck that yeah. guy. I'll put fucking Sorbo up against Schwarzenegger any day. Um, Celebrity deathmatch. Right? You need to bring it like, back. Like, but in real life. But uh, I think... <laughs> but I, 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 I think she has broken her program. It's the first thing that I thought, right? And and I'm curious to see what uh, Amy Says WTF has to say about it. But yeah, uh, I'd say within before the end of the year, you're going to see some sort of mental break where she's just going to be like, I can't fucking do this anymore. And it's going to mm -hmm. be a big sign. You know, same thing that happened with Kanye West. He was, I was just trying say, to find Jesus Christ, this and that. And the next thing you know, he's kind of back to the old, same old shenanigans. Uh, um, so we'll we'll see what happens. But sh I think it's cool she said what she said. But at the same time, you got to be a little, like, weary of it, right? Yeah. And, like, especially people that listen to our shows and shows like ours. And I, I I'm not saying, like... Uh, not saying anybody in particular, but like some people have sent us that on Instagram. They're like, check it out, bro. I'm like, I don't fucking yeah. care. And you shouldn't no, care either. But, what she yeah. Has there's to say. a reason why we haven't you know posted I mean? anything about that. It's because we've all been saying that it doesn't take a Nicki Minaj. What we need is all of us normal ass people to fucking stand up and say that shit. Um, like I said, yeah. sure. It's cool because she's got fucking, you know, millions of followers. So maybe, those drones that follow her are kind of, you know, one by one going, Hey, well, if she's saying this, maybe I should look a little bit more into it. So it's, right. it's a double-edged sword, dude. Cause at the same time, it's like, why are we, why is the media, why is Jen Paskey paying so much attention to Nicki Minaj when we have yeah. millions of Haitians 
crossing the border in Texas. Now, mm-hmm. that that was the first thing that popped in my mind, right? And then you have the that that poor girl whose whose boyfriend fucking murdered her while they were on some road trip, which is now huge news because they found a body, and that's all they're talking about in Utah, yeah. right? I think it was. What and that's Utah? all they're talking about right now, and it. I didn't even hear that story. It, not until really today, until they found her body, and it was yeah. like, well, there's a fucking reason why that's big news. Why Nicki Minaj is big news, and it's because of what's happening at the border. Now, I don't know if anybody's ever mm-hmm. looked at a fucking map of where Haiti is, but it's not by Texas. <laughs> you, you could get That's a long swim. Dude, f- that is a long Florida's swim. Florida's right there. So how do these Haitians get from south of Florida all the way to the mm-hmm. Texas border? You know what I mean? So there's a lot of strangers. The FAA decided to suspend all air traffic above the Rio Grande. Um, where they were staging thousands of immigrants who crossed illegally under a bridge. Um, so there's a lot of other questions that have to be asked. Like I said, sure, it's cool that Nicki Minaj had mentioned some of that shit, but at the same time, like, should we be praising her for it? I don't think so. Yeah. Es- know, especially it's, it's... when you see all these fucking celebrities. Apparently the Emmys were last night. Not one mask on. Were yeah, they? I, I yeah. The only reason I know that is because I went out to dinner with the family and they had the Emmys on on the TV that I was facing. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then you see like the Emmy logo. And I was like, fuck man. I'm like, can you guys change it to the game or something, you know? Yeah. But I'd rather watch reruns of America's Got Talent. Right? <laughs> or America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah. Put that shit on. But uh watch that. Not one of them had mask on, no social dancing. Every single server or like background worker was muzzled up, you know? And then you see the How is that not like the depiction dude, of pure slave dude, like pure slave? It's straight up fucking, you know, dis- district my water, District boy. one from fucking Hunger Games. Seriously, all these celebrities and politicians, like none of this matters to them, but my kids gotta wear a mask when he goes to school. Like yeah. bullshit, dude. And and instead like I said, well, instead was... of Nicki Minaj saying some shit, how about we all say some shit? Yeah. I, and that's the thing is like, you know, we're not trying to say like we said it first because we didn't. Yeah, we're just we've always been on that right side, and I think we can be proud of that. But um, th- one thing I want to say is that if you got excited about her saying that, you have not broken your program yeah. yet. I think it's a bold statement for me to make, but it, I think it's yeah. true. It's like, oh, did you see Nicki Minaj? I'm like, I haven't. She's still alive. Yeah, I didn't know that. I had no, I have no idea what these people are doing in my life, and you know what? My life is good. <laughs> it's great. It's fantastic. Yeah. I don't need to know what these people yeah. are doing or what they're saying or what they're not well, saying. The first thing that popped in my head was her programming's cracking. She's about that age, yeah. right? She's about that age. Uh-huh. So we're going to see some sort of mental breakdown or some sort of family tragedy or something. Something will happen mm-hmm. before the end of the year, and next thing you know, she'll come back out and be roman again you know so yeah yep they shake her up they shake they get her and they shake yeah. her real hard until she snaps <laughs> yeah i don't know that was just something i had to get off get off my chest um i did see one other thing that i wanted to mention uh the flyers which is my hockey team they posted on their instagram and they're like no vaccine passport required to get into flyers home games um this season but masks are required 
so I commented on the page and I was like, or <laughs> if everybody just goes in without a mask, what are they going to do? Yeah. And this guy was like, this guy commented and he goes, they can ask you to leave. And I go, everybody? <laughs> I don't think sure so. They can ask me to leave. Well, you'll see. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, it's intermission, so that's not yeah. happening. Um, what companies are going to start seeing is that they love money <laughs> more than they love mandates. Yeah. And mandates aren't a law. So I think people are just too accustomed. And, and again, give it to the New World Order. The, the, the indoctrination and training for generations has worked well. Yeah. Because people don't question authority. Uh, even out here, like where I live, like almost nobody wears a mask. Yeah. <clears throat> and there's a handful of people that do. Um, we have to wear them where I'm at in the warehouse, which is why I'm on my way out. Um, I'm just waiting for our safety to, to contact us because I have some questions about <laughs> uh, making us wear masks for that long during the yeah. day. Because they've yet to present any kind of Study. safety data yeah. sheet of me wearing this 8, 10, 12 hours a day is in no way, shape, or form harming my health. Yeah. Like you cannot provide, can you provide me with anything? Because if not, I'm not going to yeah. do it. So, but, um, I, like, I, I still see it though. You know, we go into, like, maybe we'll go into a restaurant or a store and people will walk up without a mask and then they see that sign on the door and they go, oh, 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 they do, oh, oh. what do I do? Oh, it's in my car. Go in. I'm like, walk your fucking ass in the store. Jesus dude. Christ. If they tell you to leave, go dude, somewhere else. I... I'm sure you don't need that ribbed dildo for pleasure right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, Come on. I, I stopped fucking doing that going into stores i don't i don't even remember i couldn't tell you the last time um don't when i go pick up the kids from school i don't wear one um fucking i don't do they look at you weird um no because we had a conversation with one of the teachers and she was like listen i don't want to wear this fucking thing but in order for me to keep my job i have to and she's like this is like the least i could do to keep my job and do what I love. And she's like, um, as far as I'm concerned, cause, cause it, what happened was when they stopped the mask mandate here, uh, the teachers were like, fucking took them off. And then they were like, well, yeah. it's back in. And then th there was a, a fucking parent that complained. Um, cause the mask mandate is not, is not in effect here, but there was a parent that complained. So they're like, okay, well, we're going to, we're going to try. So I fucking stroll in there and I don't know if it's a grandfather or a father, but I see him every day and he doesn't wear one. And we're kind of like, sup, you know, <laughs> up, dude, see you at FEMA yeah. camp 219. You know what I'm <laughs> and saying, then, but there are parents who walk by like, like I went to, I was walking up while two parents were walking in also. And you have to punch in a little code to get in. Right. So I, punch in the code and I like open the door for them to let them I'm like, Oh, go ahead. Cause one of them was carrying the mom was carrying a brand new baby. And they're like, no, 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 no masks on. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was like, well, no, like you guys, you got a brand new baby. Like by all means, go ahead. No, no, no. So I'm like, all right. So they step back while I walk through the door. <laughs> then there's like a little fence gate that you open up to get to like the little main area where the kids are. Right, so like right. I open that up and I turn around and like hold it open and I'm like, oh, go ahead. And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. Still like waiting in the hallway. I'm like, fuck, whatever, dude. <laughs> so, you should have been like, 
I'm not sick. I just, I'm just black. <laughs> yeah. So then I pick up the Christ. kids and we're walking out and there's another parent walking in and like they open the front door as I'm entering the hallway and they like slam up against the side and they're like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, dude, everything's fine. Like Kronk from uh, Emperor's <laughs> yeah, New Groove. Dude, I'm like, when he's like, yeah. I'm like, you're safe now, dude. You know, it's, it's just, it's stupid, dude. It's fucking retarded. But no, we don't wear masks. Uh, we go into the store, nobody wearing masks. It's like, I'd say like 60, 40, no mask versus mask, you know? So we're mm-hmm. getting there, and I think people are just fucking over it. Yeah, people are overplaying pandemic. Yeah. Um, So before we get into the episode, uh, do you have any takes on the uh, election recall? Yeah. California. Yeah, it was fucking rigged. It was 52 <laughs> minutes in. They called it already. Um, That's it. Game, I, over. I, Game over. I've been voting a- absentee since I registered to vote. and But I always take it to the polls, right? Well, mm-hmm. i get my absentee ballot, and you can track it. Um, so I had posted on our Instagram, dude, my ballot hasn't been counted yet. So I'm like tripping. So I ask everybody, all my friends, you know, my wife, everybody checks their ballot. It hasn't been counted yet. So I'm like, okay, how are they calling this? Like it took them fucking three, four weeks to count the ballots in Arizona. We're way bigger than Arizona. You know what I mean? As far as the yeah. population goes, there's 22 million registered voters. Did did they all vote? Probably not. Um, but you're telling me that they counted that many fucking votes in, in an hour? In an hour? Yeah. And and compared to when fucking Newsom got elected in 2018, it was like 61% votes for him, right? 63% mm-hmm. for the recall election. So you're telling me his, his approval went up? People wanted him more? Like, no, that's <laughs> not how it worked, dude. And And if they're telling you that and you're believing it, it's bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. Yeah. Two days go by, and then I get an update saying, your vote has been counted. No, it hasn't. You're telling me it has, but it hasn't because they're still compiling. Like the numbers are still changing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're telling me that, and they they kept calling it the Republican recall, which was bullshit because there's probably 20 Democrats running against Newsom um, on the ballot. So the way the recall ballot is set up is it says, do you want Gavin Newsom recalled? Yes or no? It's that simple. You mark yes, and it says, if you marked yes, who do you want to replace Gavin Newsom? Then you select who you want to replace Gavin Newsom. Now, here's where the fucked up weirdness comes in right off the bat. Was, I I forget the exact amount of people that voted, no, they don't want him recalled. But the amount of people that said, no, they don't want him recalled, was actually less than the amount of people that voted to have someone else in the governor's office, right? So you take, it doesn't matter who they voted for. You take all of those numbers, they voted, there was like 30 different candidates on there. Those numbers are greater than the number of no's. So how does that work, right? We know there's a fucking discrepancy because... Math, baby. Yeah, because every single one of those people that voted for a different candidate clearly voted yes. We want him recalled. So mm-hmm. you're telling me 
<laughs> that that number is greater than the nose, but he still won by two percent and more than his twenty eighteen election. No. Yeah, I don't know if I buy that. Absolutely not. Um, I I gotta be honest, man. I I made this statement not too long after the recall had came out in California. I mean. I've been kind of poo-pooing that thing for a while, especially after they were like, yeah, mail-in ballots and debate. Yeah. Nothing to see here. We were all kind of unanimous that that's the way it was going to go. You know what I mean? So, um, I just don't think moving forward I'm I'm going to vote. In, I'm not going to vote. Well, we had people. Maybe like locally. Or, like local. But <clears throat> here's the weird part, dude, is they were already, like there was some dude at a, at a Liquor store, they got pulled over. They found 300 marked ballots sealed in envelopes in his car. Um, there was one county where every single Republican that was showing up to vote um, was told that they had voted already. Um, so they're like, oh, damn, this has been happening all morning. So basically they're like, well, here's a provisional ballot. Fill this out. Well, who's to say those provisional ballots weren't thrown out and they went with the vote they had already? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And when you bring this to, and and here's the crazy part, because some people are like, well, if you drop yours off at a polling place, it might've taken a while. No, dude, I dropped my ballot off at the registrar of voters, right? It's a fucking Mm -hmm. County facility where they do nothing but take ballots. Um, but it's, it, none of it makes any sense, dude. Um, and, and they, they don't want to look into any of it. And we already knew that. Right. But the, the fact that, they don't want to they they claim it's secure but when you see all this shit cuz a lot of it was all over local news right and they're fucking yeah and they're like hmm, well too bad and and then there are people who are going well it doesn't matter anyways cuz he already had so many no's that it wouldn't wouldn't matter anyways i'm like okay so if if that's the case then why wouldn't you want it to be more secure because if it was the other way around right and larry elder fucking took off and won the election but they're like, oh, every Democrat that showed up had already said they voted for. Dude, there would be fucking protests and whining and crying and blue hair yeah. assholes all over the place, fucking throwing a fit. So, summer of twenty twenty all over yeah. again. Um, I don't know if I'm right about Larry Elder, but I was like, I made a statement about that. I think that if he doesn't immediately call for an investigation or some kind of appeal, I would think that he's somewhat of a rhino. Yeah, well, um, it's it's hard to say because, he, I you know, there were a lot of people saying that, but it's like, okay, well, does he just fall back and wait until next year? Because that's when the governor races up, right? Um, And focus all of his energy on that. You know what I mean? So, because it's kind of like, yeah. okay, if I go out here and, and call for an investigation, sure, it might swing my way but I still have to try and get reelected next year or do I just focus all my firepower on getting elected next year? You know? Yeah. And I can get that. But for me, I think, uh, I think I'm done. I'm done with the, the old checking the ballots. Yeah. Um, You know, it's, it's clearly we're not gonna change much because they got these dominion voting machines. The only way that's going to change is if the whole system gets fucking brought down. Yeah. You know, yeah. so kind of like, like, look at what's happening in Australia, man. Yeah. I mean, people continuously send us videos yeah. about 
people in Australia just saying, fuck you guys, right. I'm done with this. And here's the other. And then I think they're panicking because they don't know what oh, to do. Oh, they are. Well, in, in, in uh, uh, Britain, they've already said, okay, yeah, we're not going to do any any vaccine passports. And then New York, which yeah. has kind of been testing ground, right? The, a federal judge said, oh, that shit's unconstitutional as fuck. We're not doing that. So I'm like, okay, well, a federal judge says that. That's precedence nationwide. So their fucking hands are tied, right? Um, mm-hmm. FDA voted down against having uh, a booster shot, which is a, a kind of a big deal, right? And But the Biden administration is saying, meh, we're still going to have boosters. We still want booster shots. And it's like, okay, we spent all this time. You're telling us, listen to the FDA, listen to the CDC and the WHO, and now you're going to go against yeah. their recommendations? Right. I mean, and federal judges, it's also are making decisions, yeah, you know, and it's, I, I don't get, I don't get the end game because I feel like the only people that are getting like the second jab and the third jab and the fourth jab and the 25th jab, like, yeah, you're, you're weeding out people that are on your side. Yeah. Exactly. So what's your move here? I don't get what your move is. I mean, tr- are are they truthfully just trying to get rid of all the bottom feeders? So they don't have to worry about them in the long run. I yeah. don't know, but uh, it's it's you know, it, like you have these. There's like this uh, conspiracy theory, I guess you could call it whatever, going around that there's it's a dangerous term. Well, but it's from the left. It's from these psychopaths saying, "Well, the reason uh-huh. the reason they want you to get the vaccine is because there's something coming." that the vaccine will protect you from. And I think they think uh, that people like us are going to be like, oh, fuck, dude, go get the vaccine. When in reality, we're like, bullshit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And because and somebody told me that at work, and I just started dying laughing. I'm like, there's fucking no way. You're telling me this is the one time the United States government's like, take this medication we've barely tested. You're going to be fine because something else is coming. Like, no dude, that's never happened in the history of any medical experiment ever. You know what I mean? Yeah. The only medical experiment that worked in our favor was them accidentally discovering penicillin. That's about it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I didn't mean to inject you with this fungus. (laughs) Fucking look at the results. Fuck dude. Holy shit. You know, so uh, yeah, that that theory is bullshit. That is, com- this is coming from a quote conspiracy theorist. That's a conspiracy theory right there. That's yeah. some bullshit. That ain't gonna happen. Listen here, tinfoil hat guy. Yeah. Um, What's great though is when you tell those idiots like, dude, that you're a crazy conspiracy theorist. What are you doing talking about stuff like that? That's insane. And they're like, what? What? Dude, that should get you fucking killed. Yeah. What? It's gonna get you killed. I don't know, dude. I'm not that guy. Like, you should, you should totally kind of are, dude. Play it up, dude. Like, you haven't noticed that fucking black van yeah, over there? Yeah, dude. Like the last three stoplights. That bird is in the same spot every day. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure it's a camera, dude. <laughs> I'm fairly certain you're fucked. Yeah. Thanks for taking me off. Yeah, the radar. you're just like walk away. That. Like, I don't know this guy. I don't know this guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's in a, bl- a blue shirt, mm-hmm. walking. He's in a blue shirt. I got him right here. Go, 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 go. <laughs> okay. Um, damn it. All right. Part two of nine eleven, the three towers. Uh, part one, as we had mentioned, we went in through the official timeline, uh, which is so funny. It's so comical. Every time I hear it, I read it, listen to it. 
Um, maybe some highlights for <laughs> some highlights, <laughs> like a <laughs> da na 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 Three stars of the game. Star number one, FBI agent that found the fucking passport <laughs> that landed right in front of him, which was amazing. <laughs> now, somebody um, did comment on our Instagram, I think it was today, actually, that had mentioned that on certain flights during that time, uh, there was a payphone directly in front of you in your seat. Mm-hmm. And you would insert your credit card. Um and it would cost a lot of money, but you could make a phone call. Mm-hmm. Um, to which I kind of remember I, that. I do remember that. Maybe. But I... the claim was that most of these were cell phone calls. Now, Correct. Yes. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that it wasn't. I'm just not exactly sure how that works. You know what I mean? Because uh, I'll say that it wasn't. Well, but they'll tell you, you turn your phone on, this fucking plane is going down. Turn turn all of your electronics off. I don't want your fucking iPad on. If it is, it better be in airplane mode. And yeah, because they have, I don't know, it interferes with whatever, whatever, right? Fucking either it's bullshit or it's way beyond my comprehension. Either way, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I don't I don't think so, because even if you turn on your cell phone now, like off of airplane yeah. mode, there's no service. Yeah, you don't have service. Yeah, up there. so it's because all the towers are land based. Um, but there were some accounts where they said like. Once they got to a lower altitude, they were able to make contact. That makes sense. Um, Which I could believe yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, like, you're uh, 20 feet off the ground, headed straight for the Pentagon. You could probably make a phone call, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I do want to say, though, that I, I, I did listen to some of the recordings, and I tried to get them um, downloaded on my computer so I could put them in our media player and then play them for you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you haven't, if you haven't listened to any of some of those recordings, um, they are on the 9-11 Memorial timeline. So the 9-11 Memorial.org, uh, there's one in particular, I really wish I could play. And this one came from, um, Brian David Sweeney again with the three names. That's weird. He left a voicemail for his wife, Julie, uh, after his plane was hijacked. Answering machine. It was an answering machine. That'd be my wife for sure. She wouldn't answer her phone. (laughs) Perfect, honey. Hi. Um, Classic. Here we go. Mohammed. Mohammed Atta. I don't know if you're familiar with him. You probably will be shortly. (laughs) He is flying this plane. It's doing uh, great. Don't be alone. It's doing great, by the way. It's doing great. uh, For his talent level, (laughs) pretty top notch. Not bad. But this is what he says. Uh, Jules, this is Brian. Listen, I'm on an airplane that's been hijacked. If things don't go well and it's not looking good, I just want you to know uh, I absolutely love you. I want you to do good. and To do good, go and have good times. Same to my parents and everybody, and I just totally love you, and I'll see you when you get there. Bye, babe. I hope I call you. So... Just for me reading that, like it's, it would be very emotional, very touching. Yeah, absolutely. If you listen to the audio recording of it, he is an oddly calm individual who's about to face his demise and never see mm-hmm. his family again. He's like basically just like, hey, Jules, it's Brian. Uh, listen, I'm on a plane. It's been hijacked. Uh, I completely love you. Things don't go well. Doesn't look like yeah. it. Um, you know, I'll see you when I see you. Have fun. Have fun things. Yeah. Do fun stuff. Yeah. Tell my parents also to do fun things. And uh, I was like, yeah, now I would be correct. I tripping. Yeah. But to, to be mm. fair, there's plenty of cases where people are 
they know the end is 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 nigh, right? Um, and and they kind of accept that, but it's it's hard. Like I'm not I'm not defending that, right? But I'm but I'm just saying there are right. times where if if someone has a gun to your head and they're like, hey, this is it, dude. You got any last words? Like, sure, man. Tell my wife and kids I love them because you just know it's a wrap. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, like Jeffrey Epstein didn't come, yeah. and he's like, word. <laughs> You know, yeah. but yeah. but they're they're like, and he peels off his face. I am yeah. Jeffrey Epstein. I fucking see. I, I would have got know. away with it too. <laughs> if it wasn't for you meddling hooligans. Yeah. But there's there's just too there's there's too many instances of people in crazy situations where they're just supremely calm and call it you know whatever you want, whether it's just a rush of endorphins and they're, and they're trying to figure out how to handle the situation or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? So, but it, it definitely was strange because a lot of the calls were like that. Um, yeah. And, and instead of being like, I'm, I'm going to fucking rush this guy and he's dead meat. I'll see you soon. Rah, freedom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just like, Hey babe, America. Hey, we're headed to New York now. So, I'll, I guess I'll call you later if I can, you know, and it's kind of, yeah, it was, and it wasn't just that one. They were like, all, yeah, about half they're all like that. They're all super just, yeah. All right. I mean, we're hijacked yeah. or whatever, but Fuck it. Um, listen, I love you. There's one. If I don't make it out, have fun times. Yeah. Like board games. Do and fun stuff. stuff. Um, fun. <laughs> um, there was one, maybe it might've been a couple from, uh, was it flight 94? That disintegrated in the in flight ninety three that disintegrated in the field, where they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna we're we're gonna fucking gang up and we're gonna fucking we're gonna rock this motherfucker." You know what I mean? Like, you can kind yeah. of tell, like, "Hey, me, like me and a couple other guys, we're gonna," and and that was a little different because they kind of had a plan of attack. You know what I mean? Uh, according to the phone calls, at least. Um, that's what's odd about those calls. I don't mean to cut you off. But that's what's odd about those calls is it was like everyone was calling their loved ones to let them know that they're going to bum rush. These. Yeah. Instead of just I doing know, you it. know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's kind of a. Hey, instead of saying really important things to them, the last time I ever see my loved ones, I'm going to say blue 42 set hut. We're going <laughs> to crash through the door. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. It's like. Yeah. Well, it was like they were like, OK, we got the plan together. Everyone call your wife, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, it, and let her know. Yeah. Or let them know what the plan is so they remember this story. Yeah. Eh. yeah. You know, I feel like that's more setting the narrative with like the planes that had, you know, had 76,000 tons of yeah. fuel, which um, not important. Just want to lay it well, out. We there. spoke about in the last episode. We spoke about. um what was it like the board of engineers? I have it somewhere on my phone. The board of engineers or whatever that were, um, basically waiting in response, uh, from another organization, um, for proof of the fuel is what caused these towers to fall. You know what I mean? Um, so essentially, here here's. Here's what it's. Are you talking about the the nine eleven and the engineers, yeah. or the building engineers for nine eleven? Yeah. Truth so so here here's because right uh, right this is I feel terrible that we're getting there. Yeah. Wrong. It's 
It's uh, 9-11 news coverage, how 36 reporters brought us the Twin Towers explosive demolition on 9-11. So here's the editor's note. It says, as of this publication of this article, the architects and engineers for 9-11 Truth is awaiting a decision from the National Institute of Standards and Technology, the NIST, regarding the request for correction that AE 9-11 Truth and 10 family members of 9-11 victims submitted NIST on April 15th, 2020. So this is the latest update um, from this group. The request seeks corrections to eight separate items and information in the NIST's 2008 report on the collapse of the World Trade Center Building 7. I know we're going to get more to Building 7 in the last episode, but uh, this more has to do with what we discussed in the last episode. It says, any of which would effectively force the NIST to reserve its conclusion that fires caused the building's destruction. NIST informed AE 9-11 Truth on June 12, 2020, that it was unable to meet the goal of responding within 60 days. Under the procedure of governing such requests, NIST must provide a decision within 120 days of that submission, which would fall on August 13, 2020. If NIST elects not to take the correction action being sought, AE 9-11 Truth and its fellow requesters would then have 30 days to file an appeal with the NIST. Should NIST fall away from the comply, uh, follow, fall away to comply and the procedure governing requests, or it should fall to rectify its information quality violations of documents in the request, AE 9-11 Truth and its fellow requesters are prepared to take legal action. In the meantime, AE 9-11 Truth is taking one further step towards correcting the record on the destruction of the Twin Towers with the publication of this article. The extensive review of 70 hours of 9-11 news coverage reveals that the hypothesis of explosions bringing down the Twin Towers was not only prevalent among reporters covering the events in New York City on 9-11, but it was in fact the dominant hypothesis. 36 reporters brought brought us the Twin Towers explosive demolition on 9-11, included <clears throat> by the networks, and then it lists all of the all of the uh journalists. Um and <clears throat> basically they, they go through and say that these journalists said this X, Y, and Z, right? And then they there's also um a document that says the observation was made 14 years ago in this article when 118 witnesses, the firefighters testimony to explosions in the twin towers. Now 118 first responders basically said we've witnessed these explosions in the ten, twin towers before they collapsed. There was only 10 witnesses out of, out of um, 128 that were interviewed that said they didn't witness explosions. Now that doesn't mean that, that the explosions weren't what brought the towers down, but they just said they didn't witness them. Right? It's it's if if right. you ask somebody, you know, hey, this guy died of twelve gunshots. You were in the room next door. Did you see the shooter? No, I didn't. That doesn't mean there wasn't a shooter. That just means they didn't see him. You know what I mean? So that is, I mean, we we discussed this earlier when you text me that silly shit about the no planes, which we'll get into. I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence. We'll get into that. And, 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 and my, my biggest, uh, we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit, but 
Hey, what is up, Truth Hooligans? I want to tell you about our good friends over at Cushy Dreams. That's right, Cushy Dreams offers a full lineup of premium smokable CBD. They specialize in extraordinary CBD-rich hemp flour in cans and pre-rolled CBD joints. Listen, smoking crack is bad for you, okay? Smoke something that's good for you. That's at Cushy Dreams. It's legal in all 50 states, ships directly to your door, and you can enjoy all the health benefits of CBD without getting you high. That's right, under 0.3 grams of THC. Their product is 100% hand-trimmed and grown right here in the good old U.S. of A, baby. That's right. A suck it, a China. Okay. Each batch is slowly cured for two to four weeks to guarantee maximum freshness and to preserve the flavor of the cannabinoids so you know you're getting the best. Join the men and women who are sick of vapes and gummies and want to smoke their CBD. Cushy Dreams Smokable CBD looks, feels, and tastes like high-quality marijuana and is independently lab-tested to show compliance and purity. All of their results are posted on their website on each vial that is shipped to you. Each joint, or tin, you order comes in a specific Indica Sativa blend like Energy, Hustle, Relax, and many, many more. My personal favorite is Relax. Listen, after a crazy 2020, already get into a crazy 2021, and after a 10-hour workday, I just want to relax and smoke me some CBD to really let my mind just kind of soothe on for the rest of the day, if you know what I mean. So head on over to CushyDreams.com and use the special promo code WBC to get you 20% off your first order. That's right. Cushy Dreams, K-U-S-H-Y Dreams.com and use special promo code WBC to get you 20% off your first order. Smoke your CBD and welcome to the Nebuchadnezzar. Hey, Truth Hooligans out there, man. Listen, 2020 was a fucking wild year and 2021 isn't starting off so good. And if 2020 has made you realize anything, maybe it's made you realize how unprepared you are. And perhaps you want to stock up on supplies that will help you be better prepared for an incoming disaster from Mother Nature or enemies, foreign or domestic. If you want to stock up on supplies, check out our good friends at My Patriot Supply. That's right, MyPatriotSupply.com. My Patriot Supply is the trusted, self-reliant supplier of all things survival and preparedness. Listen, prepping isn't crazy. Not being prepared is crazy. They offer a full lineup of storable foods, everything from short-term to long-term food storage to gluten-free options, as well as water and air purification systems. So head on over to our website and click on the affiliates page. Check out MyPatriotSupply.com with a direct link to all their preparedness supplies. Be a truth hooligan. Join the millions of Americans that have taken their safety and their family's readiness to the next level by staying one step ahead of disasters at MyPatriotSupply.com. So go to WBConspiracies.com, click on the affiliates page, and check out the special link for MyPatriotSupply.com and be prepared for whatever the world has to throw at you. All right, Truth Hooligans, I want to tell you about our amazing friends over at Dr. Cowan's Garden. That's right, the Dr. Thomas Cowan, a practicing holistic doctor in San Francisco who has revolutionized health with healing your body through a clean diet and natural medicines. You may recognize him through numerous videos, lectures, discussing many different topics concerning your health. And when it comes to viruses and the integrity of some tests that are being used to prop up the pharmaceutical industry's mass hysteria operations. Dr. Cowan and his family have created a way to benefit your body by inputting clean, healthy toppings that you can add to your already existing diet. 
Dr. Cowan's Garden has created powerful vegetable powders that you can add to your already existing recipes and use them as seasonings. Each of these jars contains roughly 50 teaspoons of a single teaspoon serve and a single teaspoon serving of Dr. Cowan's Garden's powdered vegetables equates to a full serving of cooked vegetables. Parents having trouble with stubborn toddlers not wanting to eat or finish their vegetables, not a problem. Throw a teaspoon of this shit on top, boom. A full serving of cooked vegetables. We're excited to work with Dr. Cowan's Garden by clicking the link, your new unique promo code, Dr. Cowan's Garden, to receive 15% off your entire order. Change the way you view what you put in your body and see how these products can change your life. Okay. For that many first responders to say, we saw explosions. Now, these aren't people who, it's their first day on the job, right? Because um, they run into car fires. They run into fucking planes and shit that have crash and whatever right boats all kinds of shit and their and right. their explanation is this was not caused by jet fuel because jet fuel is not going to explode floor by floor boom 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 boom, boom right mm-hmm. we already know mm-hmm. back in what was it 93 when they set off the truck bomb in the parking garage of world trade center to try and bring the entire building down. It didn't do shit, right? Um, so the only way that you're going to have a building collapse into itself like that is to have controlled demolition. Now, if you're telling me it hit the tower and the top part eventually fucking, because it was structurally weak, tipped over to the side, that's one thing, right? If these towers had fallen over, that would be one thing. Or portions of them did. But neither one of them. They're both hit completely different spots, um, different angles, and but they both fell right. the exact same. It's it's right. really fucking strange. Really strange. So as of as far as of that article being updated last year, we're still waiting. So they're they're most likely pending litigation, trying to get some some more info from them, but they refuse to uh, to abide that request so and there is two um corrections i do want to make um from our previous uh, episode um one is with uh so i I do have i do have planned a recording that's going to come from barry jennings Mm -hmm. um who was an eyewitness in world trade center seven uh testifying that he had heard explosions from the floor below mm-hmm. him as he was on the eighth floor going down to the seventh. Um, most people that are in our community know who Barry Jennings mm-hmm. is. So you'll hear a, a recording from him in part three that will play a little bit during the episode. And then I have a plan to kind of let it, the whole thing run at the end. Cause it's about a, a nine minute or so um, interview with him. So, but he had, had testified that, um, after he was rescued, uh, hours later by firefighters mm-hmm. after the explosions in building seven, that he was stepping over bodies. Mm-hmm. Uh, now this is not in tower one or two, this is seven. And I think we had said, or had mentioned that no one died in tower right. seven. Um, the bully, the building was about 90% evacuated for the people that they wanted evacuated. Yeah. Um, Barry Jennings was like the deputy director of emergency services department for the New York city housing authority. So he's not like somebody that they're like, is Barry, is Barry in the bus? <laughs> ah, fucking, you know what I mean? Ah, whatever. Yeah. 
Let's roll, roll yeah. out. Um, the other thing I wanted to correct um, was that on these flights, on these four flights, so 11 and 175, there were a Boeing 767, those two, and then 77 and 93 were 757s. Mm-hmm. However, this is something that um, actually Charlie Robinson had pointed out in his episode with Jason Burmis that he did it on macroaggressions. Be sure to check that out. I mean, we're in the, still in the month of September, so these are hot topics. <laughs> um, the seating capacity for both 767s is 181 total, yeah. right? That's if it's fully loaded. Flight 11 only had 92 total fatalities. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's crew, um, passengers, passengers yeah. and, and... And the Terries. And, and the Terries. Don't forget the Terries. Uh, flight one, 175 had a seating capacity of 188 as well. Mm-hmm. Only 65 fatalities. Yeah. So that's crew, uh, passengers, and the Terries. Uh, flight 77 had a capacity of 200. Fatalities, 64. Flight 93, the plane that probably never existed... Uh, seating capacity also of 200. That's a 757. Mm-hmm. Fatalities, 44. Yeah. But no well, blood, no, no bodies. No blood, no bodies, no luggage, but none of that. The point The point of the correction is, is that I assumed that a majority of these flights were packed. You know, and that's something that maybe I didn't catch Um because I yeah I don't think I, I kind of I just reading personally the... I figured that so excuse me but you figure they give you those figures about the, the you know the amount of people on the plane and you're like oh damn that's a lot of people but when you really think about it like yeah dude those planes weren't full you know what I mean um so and and for a transcontinental yeah, flight yeah. these all took off from the east coast they were all going to California yeah. so to have a half full flight. Yeah. To go that far, yeah. it's not even now, profitable. At that now, point. being being the the devil's advocate here, sure, maybe those planes were going to stop along the way, pick up some more passengers, what have you. But you would figure that from its departure, most of those seats would be filled, right? Right. So, um, sure, and and the, maybe it's because people were going to look into, you know. You know, what are we looking at? Close to 600 people on all these flights total, um, their deaths and things like that. It's a little easier to be like, oh, there's only 50 here, 60 there, 40 there. So, right. There's less to dig through, right? There's, you get less mistakes made, um, trying to cover all this shit up. But, uh, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, it's super strange. When, when's the last time you got onto an airplane that had 44 people on it? I can't tell you the the day after nine yeah, eleven. Right? Yeah, that's probably the last that fucking the time. Last time. I can't tell you when, dude. I've been on a plane lots of times after nine eleven. The height of COVID. That bitch was oh, packed. Absolutely, and they were, and even with all the people they were kicking off, they still the plane was still <laughs> packed. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. It, but it's it, there's just too many inconsistencies, right? The weirdest thing to me overall was when you see George Bush reading his stupid book to these kids and they come in and they're like, playing at the World Trade Center. And he's not like, all right, got to go. Sorry, kids. This has been great. Uh, fuck you guys. We got to go to war. You know what I mean? Instead, right. he's like, he just runs out. Where are you going, Mr. President? Yeah. 
War. Yeah. We're going to We're war. Going to war. But instead he's like, okay. All right. And he opens up the book again. And I'm like, dude, like I get it. You're here reading to these kids. You wanted to make them feel as comfortable as possible. That's when you just get up calmly and be like, sorry, sorry, kids. We got to cut. We got to cut this short. Uh, I got to go. You know what I mean? Instead, yeah. it's like, okay, let me know when the second plane hits. Like, that's what it felt like to me. You know what I mean? Like, he knew. Where, yeah. Okay, well, where's the other plane? Have we blown up the Pentagon yet? Mm-hmm. Is the pit, Then why are you talking to me? Tell me when this is wrapped up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, um, on part three as well, because I'm going to have some audio clips lined up, we will also play the clip of what the kids were saying that you had brought up yeah. in part Super one weird. that was extremely weird, very eerie. Um, something I wanted to mention before we actually get into the towers themselves, the corner, the corner from the uh, Flight 93 mm-hmm. is on record multiple times saying that after about 20 minutes of arriving on scene in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, where this heroic 44 people, or 20 people, how many crew members are there? Six, seven, 44, how many hijackers? Five, so you're down to like, what, 25 yeah. people? Um, took over the cockpit, flew the plane so fast that it vaporized most of it. Amazing. Into the ground. Amazing. It's incredible. He said, uh, after 20 minutes, I stopped playing corner. From the 49ers, because he tore his ACL. <laughs> Stopped playing corner because he said there was no bodies. Yeah. None whatsoever. And, as a matter of fact, to this day, he says, I still have not seen a drop of blood yeah. and the, from that dude, crash. Even if, it's, even if the bodies disintegrated on impact or the blast, like you would still have pieces, right? You might find a tooth here and there, a fucking toe here and there, but there was nothing. And uh, you remember seeing like the aerial footage, right? Like they had a helicopter over and they're searching and there's just like a big divot in the fucking ground. Yeah. But there's big fucking, but hole. there's no like wings. There's no tail section. There's no nothing. And and there's even a, uh, I remember a reporter or somebody going, well, there's really not much of anything left. You know, and uh, they probably weren't referring to like this being a hoax, but they're just kind of in shock. Like this giant jetliner crashes and there's really nothing there. And mm-hmm. for for them to for the coroner to say that, you know, this guy is a professional. I'm sure he's been doing it for a very long time. And if there were bodies, this was going to end up being a very high profile deal. Right. So right. for him to be like, dude, there was nothing. And, and you saw the videos mm-hmm. from there and the pictures, the, the scene photos. There's nothing, not one streak of blood. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I mean, you, you see car accidents where a car is vaporized, but you could tell a person was in there. You know what I mean? Right. And let's say, let's say the plane's going close to 200 miles an hour, but you got 44 people on board. Like you're gonna see something, and there was nothing. Right, nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but one other thing I wanted to say about 
uh, Tower 7 was you're talking about bodies. And, and I think I would mentioned to you the other day when we were texting back and forth about that, like, accidental documentary that turned into a 9-11 documentary. There were some brothers who were kind of going about riding along basically with firefighters when all this shit happened. And they were kind of like, we just jumped on the truck after we saw the explosion because they didn't necessarily see the first plane. I don't think a lot of people saw the first plane because clearly yeah. it's a fucking surprise. So, or, or well, hold on now, because that's hold on. So <laughs> that's later. That's so, after the break. It's after the break. So they go. He gets on the fire truck, and his brother gets on another one, and they head to the twin towers. And these motherfuckers, the firefighters, are suiting up, ready to go. Right, like goddamn fucking suited and booted. Yeah, and they didn't give a shit. Like, who cares like, what hit it? We're going right. Yeah, like real heroes, real, not like postal workers. Yeah, yeah. who know. should be exempt from getting the jab? Um, fucking whatever, it's whatever. But uh, they 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 see a they just see an explosion and they run towards it, right? And they're in. I I can't remember if it's Tower Seven. Um, might have to correct myself on the next episode. But there's a portion where they're in one of the smaller towers, and they're hearing smash, smash, smash through the through the skylights. And they're like, what the fuck is that noise? And they're like, oh, it's got to be debris. It's got to be debris from the building. It just got fucking smashed, right? And then they realize, like, oh, shit, we're stepping over bodies. And it was people jumping mm. out of the towers, right? There's that famous picture of them, uh, the falling man. Falling man. Yeah. And it didn't hit me when I'm watching it live on TV, but you start to see these little specks. Because there's paper everywhere, right? You just see, like copy paper right. all over the place but do you see like these little specks just falling straight down and then it was like oh fuck those are people dude so they're filming this documentary and the firefighters are trying to figure out like are we dodging debris and they're like no these are bodies smashing to the fucking floor through the skylights Oof. because i mean if you're above that explosion right <clears throat> you're above that entry point you're not getting down so some right. people thought you know what if i jump it's going to be a quicker death than burning to live choking to death fucking you know what i mean which is yeah. terrible i couldn't imagine trying to make that decision but uh right dude it was, it was it was nuts insane yeah um with that i mean <clears throat> we can get into the towers right now one thing i did want to say though i had mentioned i was looking up the uh the the coroner mm -hmm. from flight 93 because uh, I wanted to look at his testimony specifically, but um, I pulled up one site and uh, coroner details from Flight 93. This was printed in 2007, this article. Um, it's just a small, uh, what's it called? It's a small like article here. Mm -hmm. But this was this, I, I'm in my belief, this was... Um, complete and total opposite uh, controlled opposition article mm. tons of typos in it, that i'm already reading written by vox um, probably <laughs> it, it was it's on <laughs> tnonline.com but it was uh, published may 1st 2017 by chris parker and it goes in within like the first two three sentences it's like uh it's been 16 years since terrorists uh, 17 Saudi Arabian... This guy's got so many typos. Jesus. 
17 Saudi Arabians, one Egyptian, and one Lebanese, directed by al-Qaeda leader Osama bin Laden, hijacked four occupied American jetliners, loaded with enough fuel for cross-country flights. They're, again, letting us know how much fuel they have. It's so important how they they word articles Mm -hmm. and newscasts and videos. They have to completely... It's it's a form of I think uh, hypnotizing mm-hmm. you into perhaps and this is kind of where I get into that plane no plane mm-hmm. thing about constantly being told something then at some point you're like oh yeah I believe it. yeah like okay yeah there was enough jet fuel to melt those towers seventeen hundred million thousand tons like I've heard that. Yeah. Several times. Every fucking article that you yeah. read that is mainstream that talks about the towers falling down, they will mention how much fuel those planes yeah. have. But, and they have to make it a point. The, the, the crazy part about that is it doesn't matter if you, like if I have a, a, gallon, a, a cup of gasoline, right? If I, uh-huh. if I add a gallon of gasoline to that and set it on fire, it's not going to make it burn hotter. You know what I mean? It'll yeah. make it burn longer, sure, but it's not going to make mm-hmm. it burn hotter. So right, well, and 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 here's the thing too is I, I've looked into this conspiracy if you want to call it that, kind of recently. I don't know the I don't I don't I wouldn't understand the end game of it. Mm -hmm. Um, but there's this theory out there that jet like jets like airliner jets, Mm -hmm. so like not military jets, but like airliner jets Mm -hmm. actually don't run on any kind of fuel. Mm -hmm. They run on compressed air, Mm -hmm. which. Okay, like I started looking at it, like how how much that plane would have to weigh, yeah, with a, with as much fuel as it would need to go from like New York to California, it would just weigh this ungodly amount, and then how much does that fuel cost versus how much does it make to maintain the airplane, pay the pilots, pay the stewardess, pay the people that work in the baggage claim? Yeah, TSA probably comes out of a, a, a fraction of all this you know, yeah. profit that they make. Plus you got like airlines like Southwest yeah. selling like, you know, 60 bucks fucking get you anywhere, yeah. you know, and your bags fly free. Yeah. How is it profitable? Well, unless they they don't run on jet fuel and it's some type of compressed air. Well, I don't know what the end game of lying about jet fuel would yeah. be. I don't know. Well, but it's kind of a, it's interesting. It's one. interesting, but it's bullshit. There's no way that they run okay. on compressed air, um, because if that was the case, then every single airplane mechanic ever to ever live would have to be complicit in this giant lie, right? Um, right. And like, I know people who would fuel planes at the airport. Um, on top of that, it's just like starting a car, right? I'm, I've been a mechanic for fucking decades. You're going to use a lot of fuel starting a car. It doesn't matter if it's new, especially if it's old, carbureted. You use a lot of fuel to start a car. That's why I hate this fucking idle stop start bullshit where you pull up to a light and your car stops and then cuz you're using you're not really saving a ton of fuel. You're using more fuel to start your car. Um right. Same same thing with a plane. You're going to use a lot of fucking fuel cuz you have to it's a big bitch. You got to get it off the ground. You have to hit a certain speed. Think fucking back to mm-hmm. the future, right? Got to hit 88 miles an hour. You have to hit a certain speed in order to get this off of the plane or off of the ground. I know right. I know people that own small planes, right? 
Um, and they got to go through the, they pay their fucking airplane mechanic to make sure everything's running and ready to go. They pay for fuel. Now my, the thing that I can say is probably a conspiracy is the fact that they say jet fuel costs X amount of dollars. It probably doesn't. They charge you a lot, but mm-hmm. it probably doesn't cost that much. Same with gas. Gas really right. doesn't cost that fucking much, right? It's more about the supply and demand. Can we jack the price and will people pay it? Of course. You right. know what I mean? Um, so I think that's where the, the the conspiracy is from there. For sure. I think it's, that was kind of an interesting one that I was looking at, but I was like, I don't see the end game of. Yeah. You know, like, are, does peanut butter really come from peanuts? Have you ever seen a peanut turn into peanut butter? Because I haven't. You, know <laughs> you ever mean? milk an almond? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Show me the teat on an almond. <laughs> So let's get into the towers, uh, which is going to be the basis of tonight's topic. Um, at if we go back to the timeline, um, I'm just kind of scrolling through here again. Uh, at dun 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 dun, bum 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 bum. Uh, bum bum bum. Okay, eight forty six. Mm-hmm. Five hijackers, allegedly. Crashed the American Airlines Flight 11 into floors 93 through 99 of World Trade Center North Tower. So that's Tower 1. Now, if you look at a picture of Trade Center 1, mm-hmm. flights nine, uh, or, uh, floors 93 through 99, mm-hmm. is basically the fucking top. Yeah. If you look at a picture, I mean, it's... I don't know exactly how many floors there were in each tower, but I'm sure there's a couple floors that are inaccessible to people that work there. Yeah. Unless you're like building, you know, um, employees like you work in the yeah, you gotta the have a like maintenance department. Yeah, you gotta, you or gotta have a special, you know, little pass to get to certain floors. Yeah. Right, especially like the roof and stuff yeah. like that. I'm sure there's a couple locked doors. I don't think they just leave that open for any, you know jimmy walking by um but tower one okay so it's hit between floors 93 and 99 Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna pull up a picture just to represent this so um everybody kind of gets an idea because tower one was a little sketchy for a lot of people because um most of us weren't awake yeah for this one uh so let me pull up a full full shot here, and then I will screen share so everybody can see what we're looking at. Okay, here we go. Okay, let me know, boy, when you can see that. Is it Sharon? Uh, it's getting there. It's getting there. It is Bam. loading. Loading. Not yet. Loading. Boom, boom. Loading. Come on, New World Order. Just trying to show a photo here. <laughs> I probably should have had these already loaded up, but uh, it's still blank screen for me. Might show up it's on yours. Blank. Yeah, it's still blank. Okay, hold on. Come on, Jamie, get it together. Jamie, can we can we pull that up bigger? Thanks. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me stop sharing. I don't want to ruin this because I want I want I want people to see. Let's try that one more time. Maybe they're like, yeah, you can't share that because fucking... You're you know, spreading misinformation. <laughs> Viewer discretion is advised. Yeah. There it is. Okay. 
So this is tower one. Yeah, pretty damn one close with to big the top. dick on top. Yeah. Type. So 93 probably is this first one right here. Mm-hmm. 99 is probably just above like where the smoke is really getting kind of thick. Yeah. And then I would imagine these probably next, because a, a standard story is 10 feet. Mm-hmm. So probably one, two, three, four, maybe five more stories. And a couple of those are probably more or less staircases to the roof. Yeah. Um, maintenance there's probably some mechanical equipment yeah. up there. Maintenance floors. Service, yeah. whatever. Not accessible. So let's just say 99 to maybe 102 mm-hmm. is probably the top of where you could even be accessible. For most of the staff. So, with that being said, Tower 1. Tower 1 falls at... Uh, pull up the time here. Tower 1 falls at... Shit, what time did that motherfucker fall? 9... Let's see, 950... <clears throat> well, so 9.59 was the collapse of the South Tower. And I don't think that one fell first. Did it fall first? Uh, North Tower, 1028, uh, collapses an hour and 42 minutes. South Tower, uh, oh, 959, yeah. Okay. yeah, South Tower, World Trade Center collapses 56 minutes after the impact of Flight 175. Okay, so, glad you, I'm glad you brought that up, because I, I had that written down, but I was like, I don't know if that sounds right. So, North Tower, North Tower is hit first. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Burns the longest. Yeah, it, it, it eight. What is it? Eight something. Yes, it falls. Uh, it's hit at eight. Eight fourteen. Eight fourteen. Yeah. Yes, eight fourteen. North Tower's hit. Doesn't fall until ten twenty eight. North Tower collapses after burning for hundred and two minutes. More than sixteen hundred people are killed as a result of the attack on the North Tower. So, again, Tower 1, okay, Tower 1 mm-hmm. is hit up here. All right, I'll stop sharing that. Um, now, it's hit first, falls second. It burns the longest. Now, it only burned for a little over an hour. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So... That means that that building had an hour to have all of this jet fuel that usually when you have an explosion that's involving fuel, Mm -hmm. like you said, one, it doesn't burn hotter, and two, it's more of an isolated explosion. Yeah. Because once the jet fuel's burned up, there's no more more, explosion. There's no more fuel for the fire. Exactly. So the fire may continue, but it's not going to get hotter. Yeah. Um, and it's only going to continue to burn things that are on these floors that are that can that can be burned. Yeah. The concrete's not going to burn. The steel's not going to burn. You know, things like yeah. that. Right. Yeah. So you're looking at papers, desks, carpet. Right. Shit yeah. like that. Okay. So they are leading us to believe. They are leading you to believe mm-hmm. that. Tower 1, North Tower, was hit first, fell second, burned for an hour and some change at the top fucking floors that the jet fuel made it all the way down 
to middle to the base of the tower in an hour, still burning somehow. But the top falls first, right? Yeah. It weakened the steel and it fell down. Okay, fine. Let's go with that. Do you really believe that the top of the building falling down, let's just say the top, what, seven floors yeah. that were above the implosion? Yeah. Pancaked 85 other floors into its own footprint at free fall speed? Yeah. That's fucking, there's one, there's no way. Two, that's a physical impossibility. Yeah. And there's only three buildings in history that have ever been claimed to have fallen down from a structural fire. And that was building one, or tower one, tower two, and tower seven. Yeah. No other building has ever fallen, collapsed in its own footprint at free fall speed from a structural fire. But... To build on that, no building, no steel structure has ever fallen down from a structural fire. Yeah, ever. No. Up until that point. Absolutely not. You could see, I mean, whatever city you live in, you can Google structure fire of some commercial building that is made from steel or some sort of metal structure. And never, mm -hmm. ever, ever once are you going to see this building. Granted, there wasn't a fucking plane flown into it, but you're talking about a small portion of a very large building, right, that was hit by a plane. Now, we all know what a fucking plane looks like, right? The weakest structure, wings. The, the, the weakest point of a plane are the wings. Guess where the mm -hmm. fuel is? Which is kind of scary. <laughs> it, oh, yeah. It's kind of scary to it's think terrifying, about. dude. That's why when you're flying, you see the wings kind of flexing, right? Like, yeah. And let's face it. Planes are built by the lowest bidder, okay? So that's why when anytime <laughs> anyone goes military grade, you know what military grade means? It means that that person came in with the lowest bid for whatever it is, the, the bare minimum, right? So planes are the same way. But yeah, the that's why my that, that's that's why my brother's afraid to fly. Yeah, because he's like I know how shitty they're built. No, dude, and because he worked not he worked on planes. He's like I know how shitty they're yeah. built. Yeah, and and they're you can ask a, like death traps in the like sky, like a like a like a small aircraft uh, mechanic will be like, yeah, we use duct tape on a lot of shit. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> and uh, dude, that's that's it. Like America's band aid. Yeah, bro. you know what I mean. So it's. And all of the fuel are in the wings. That's where the fuel is. Those are the tanks, the gas tanks. They're in the fucking wing. It's not the belly of the plane, right? It's not in the front of the plane. That's why the fuselage is the most well-built portion of the plane. Because if they mm -hmm. want anything to survive, it's going to be the portion carrying the people. Right. And uh, especially the whole of the plane. You know, you got the black box and everything sitting there. But anyhow... So why don't they just build the plane out of the? That's black what I'm box? saying, dude. <laughs> it costs too much, right? The 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 military contractor is like, yeah, we can save a lot of money if we don't. Let's just make it out of fiberglass <laughs> and foam. You know what I mean? And that's essentially All right. what the plane is is made of. So, um, that's not the. Let me back up because people might hear that and go, well, that makes sense of why there was no debris left behind. If it's made of fiberglass and foam and aluminum, but there's also no body parts. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's also no luggage. Like, So there, yeah. there's a lot of other things that go into it. But so anyhow, back to the fuel, the fuels in the wings, you're telling me that all of the you know 70,000 gallons worth of fuel or whatever 
you you hit this building that just goes up boom most of that with with a fire is going to burn before we get to the bottom of the you've ever lit anything on fire with uh with a um with an accelerant it, it burns quick right burns really quick so right uh like God big damn. country said there's no way that that fire burned for that long just off the jet fuel that shit went up really mm-hmm. fast really fast especially if it's cascading down all these floors. Um, and there's even a good chance that whatever was spilling down may have made it before it caught flames. Um, but there's no way that burned hotter because of the amount of fuel. And, and uh, that's, why, yes. that's why it is super strange when they talk about how much fuel it had. Sure, it's going to burn longer, but it's not going to burn hotter, and you're not going to burn steel with it. If that's the case, then the contractors got fucking hell to pay because that building wasn't made out of, out of metal. You know what I mean? Right. But we did right. find reports, and I think I said this on the last show when we did our cult episode, that s- some of that structure, not all of it, some of it was actually made out of hollow, hollow aluminum tubing to save on building costs. Mm. Um, but even then, the the top building collapsing, free fall speed, taking every floor with it down is is impossible. That would not happen. You know, there's a, um, it would get to a certain point where the structure was strong enough to withhold each floor collapsing. Um, and like I said, if it had, this building had tipped over, then it would have been something we'd been like, oh, okay, cool. So let's say there would have been less speculation. Exactly. Now let's say if that bitch would have tipped yeah, over it, for, for sure. Now let's say one of those buildings collapses into itself at free fall speed. And then the other one tips over, right? And and then the other Tower 7, it's just the structure left. There probably would have been no question about what happened, right? Because you could take one and be like, yeah, that's weird, but fuck, one in a million. It's never happened before. All three is highly... Un- Not to mention Tower 7 never even got hit by anything. Nothing. Yeah. All three in the same in the day. Same- it's like a world record. Oh, dude, it's never going to happen again. Never. No building before and no building after no, has ever has no. that ever. Yeah, all you're going to see in a steel structure building, um, except for the impact points of whatever hit it, right? Are are it's just going to be a skeleton. That's it. Yeah, that's all you will ever see. And and so there's I don't know why my there's um testimony from a firefighter. Uh, it says interviews for Fire Marshal John Coyle and Firefighter Christopher Fenoy or Fenyo uh, explicitly support the findings. Uh, Coyle remarked that in his interview, I thought it was exploding, actually. That's why I thought for hours afterwards. Everybody, I think, at this point still thinks that these things were blown up. Similarly, Fenoy or Fenyo, sorry, recalled in his interview at that point. A debate began to rage about whether to continue rescuing operation or whether still standing tower, uh, the other still standing tower, because the perception was that the building looked like it had been taken out with charges. Okay, now this is coming mm-hmm. from a fire marshal. If anybody knows it, what an explosion in a building looks like, uh, especially multiple explosions, because he said charges. Now, this wasn't an explosion caused by, say, the the initial uh, fuel tank bursting, right? Say maybe the other wing had fuel in it and that one hadn't 
blown open when they crash into the building, which would be shocking if that were the case. It wasn't that exploding. There's not a bunch of propane tanks hanging out in a fucking skyscraper. So it wasn't those exploding, right? There's no fuel pumps. Those, it wasn't those exploding. They're talking about seeing floor after floor after floor it charges going off. Right. And it's, it's difficult for me to say if this was a subway worker going, yeah, I saw chargers going off. I'd be like, eh, okay, let's think about that for a second. This is a fire marshal, right? This guy's been around long enough to know what an explosion looks like. And in New York, I'm sure he's seen, you know, he's, he probably has to be there when they're, when they're, uh, demolition when they're demoing um skyscrapers and stuff like that you know he, he he's got to be there to witness this make sure everything is up to code make sure they're doing the job properly uh so he knows what it looks like and for him to say those things right. eh, they shouldn't be taken lightly you know what i mean yeah well and i mean you watch the video of just Tower 1 falling, yeah. North Tower. I, both towers did it, but if you watch the building as it fall, you see these plumes mm-hmm. shoot out the floors yeah. as the tower's falling. Boom, 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 boom. Almost appearing as a demolition. A controlled demolition. <clears throat> a controlled demolition that these charges have to go off at the, in this order to sever these beams Mm -hmm. right in this way now again if you believe that tower seven was a controlled demolition because larry steven larry silverstein admitted it he said yeah we made we made the decision to pull the building Mm -hmm. okay when'd you wire it so when did they wire these buildings when did they wire towers one and two I mean, you could go in through the whole, uh, Silverstein had insurance taken out on the building. Yeah, come on. Like six days before. Luckiest man alive. In the event of a terrorist attack. And then this dude, I don't know if people know this or not, but afterwards, so he takes out this insurance policy on the towers. He originally took it out um, for terrorists hitting the towers, but then <laughs> yeah, in case a, in case an airplane hits the fucking towers, yeah, in case airplanes. Which oddly enough, for some reason, I remember um, that they had had mentioned in previous documentaries about the towers being built and stuff like that because they were worried about a plane hitting a tower that big because a plane had struck the Empire State Building before. It was designed to withstand two planes. Mm-hmm hitting it Mm -hmm. so no worries there so larry silverstein uh has to take out all the asbestos yeah from the building it's going to cost him a billion dollars it's a lot of money to do that from for two Mm -hmm. for two towers he has to remove all the asbestos well he takes out an insurance policy because you know obviously Terrorists, (laughs) Terrorists, <laughs> they're out there flying planes, right? flying planes, air flight simulator. Remember that game? <laughs> they removed that game from shelves. How stupid was that? Yeah, how stupid was that? Saving America. Uh, <laughs> fuck, dude. They removed Aladdin, they removed Aladdin from stores. 
after this. Dude. They were building a culture of they hate. Cens- they censored uh, Biggie Smalls' Juicy, right? Blowing up like the World Trade. You can't... You, you oh, hear yeah. this, it doesn't happen no more, dude. They You get to that part, and it's just silence. Blowing up. Yeah, that's exactly how... And I'm whoa. like, whoa, 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 dude. This is not how I remember it. <laughs> Uh, Mandela effect, there it is again. Yeah. Uh, did he ever actually say that? I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's like as bad as listening to like a DMX song that they added and put on the radio, yeah. and he's like, yeah. Oh, it's like you can't. Speaking of speaking of Mandela here. effect, dude, they're supposed to fire up CERN again here pretty soon. Oh, yeah. good. Tight. Can't imagine what would go wrong with that, dude. They could. Maybe they're like, we're on the... uh, what is it called? Like if someone, if someone. Uh, Say you're a Manchurian candidate, right? And they they okay. say the code words, right? And then Could you're be. like, must kill, right? And and someone hits you in the head, and then you wake up, and you're like, what happened? Uh, they call that cognitive regeneration, right? Uh-huh. Or recalibration. Sorry, cognitive recalibration. So maybe the certain scientists are like, we fucked up our timeline. We got to fix it. Let's just fire off a few more of these fucking particle accelerators and see what happens. Maybe maybe we'll hit it hard enough and we'll go back to normal. And they're like, fuck it. Let's do it. We're all out of ideas. <laughs> yeah. I hope coming up uh, yeah, next. I hope not. Uh, they could this could erase um, our whole show, dude. Fucking who knows. That would that suck. That would suck. Make sure you like and subscribe before you <laughs> <Yeah>. die. <laughs> so uh so that's Tower One. Right, falls South Tower very similarly, almost identical. Yeah. South Tower collapses at nine fifty nine after burning for fifty six minutes, less time than the North Tower. South Tower collapses in ten seconds. Ten seconds. Hella fast. More than eight hundred civilians. Hella fast. Almost free fallish. Uh, more than eight hundred civilians and first responders inside the building and surrounding areas are killed as a result of the attack on the South Tower. And that building was hit at 903. Again, eyewitness accounts, hearing explosions, horizontal plumes of floors below the impact site as the tower collapses. Mm -hmm. Boom, 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 boom. You're seeing the, the, the building itself fall at free fall speed into its own footprint. Yeah. With... No floors remaining above or below. Yeah. So, again, it's like, I don't know how much we have to rehash about South Tower since we went into great yeah. detail about it's the North the same, Tower. Yeah, it's, just, it's, but, it's the, same, the same hypothesis applies, right? Um, mm-hmm. Because the fact of the matter is, it doesn't matter how much jet fuel is there. At, at a certain point, below that impact point, the structure is still going to be strong enough to stop that collapse, especially in the first tower where you have such, uh, I, I, I guess you can call it minimal impact point, right? So high up. So it's not like you have the weight of the entire building falling down on the last 30, 40 floors. You have <laughs> a handful of floors falling down on the rest of the building. Now you're telling me that those top, what did we say, maybe 10 floors at the top were heavy enough to collapse every single floor of this steel structure after that. No. And just based on that building alone, you can say that's bullshit. Right. Um, But here 
And this is from the uh the 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 stuff I'm pulling for um like the investigation into the uh building structures and then stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's all from uh mm-hmm. stateofthenation.com. So there's it's it's a pretty 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 sweet website. They break down to a lot of shit, but uh there's television television coverage compiled um and it says to determine how prevalent the explosion hypothesis was among reporters, which is far different than first responders, right? Because reporters you might get a million different stories from them. So for for all these reporters to be interviewed separately and have the same you know, the same hypothesis, the same, they're going to come to the same conclusion. Uh, it's it's going to be pretty, pretty tough to do. So it says to determine the prevalence of the explosion hypothesis was among reporters. We set out to review as much continuous news coverage as we could. Uh, major television networks, cable news channels, local network affiliates covering the events in New York through the internet searches. We found continuous news coverage from 11 different television networks, cable news channels, and local network affiliates that included the networks, ABC, CBS, NBC, CNN, uh, Fox news, MSNBC, CNBC, blah, 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 blah. Unfortunately, we were not able to find any coverage spanning most of the day for every channel. Thus, the collective news coverage we compiled extensive is not comprehensive. To fill the gaps as well as possible, we included experts from coverage that aired later in the day. And most of them will talk about explosions in the building, right? Now, mm-hmm. when you go back, they especially for these news corporations, they, they were able to clean it up. They got to get on the same page at a certain point, right? But fresh when all right. this shit happens, right. they talk about right. explosions from different floors. They talk about, like you said, the horizontal plumes of smoke when it collapses um, and live on air. But how many of those live air newscasts are disappeared from the Internet forever? So, mm-hmm. So to go back even a year after the events... It would be almost almost impossible to find, especially like the, the, the news report from the Pentagon, right, where he says, I don't see a tail section, a wing section, or anything like that. Yeah. Now, one thing, uh, I was actually speaking to my cousin and a uh, fellow jiu-jitsu practitioner who's been uh, helping my son train on Sundays, get ready for his tournament. Uh, jiu-jitsu? Um. He, we were talking about uh, the events at 9-11, and my cousin, he was in the Navy. Um, I trust the guy. You know, I don't think he's bullshitting me. But portions of the uh, – most most of the Pentagon's building, right, was actually sprayed in something similar to, um, like, spray-on bedliner. Now, there are different types of spray-on bedliner. A lot of times now, Mm -hmm. they spray, um, like, off-road vehicles in them, and that's because if it rolls or gets hit by an impact, it's going to withstand that. Most of the Pentagon structure was actually sprayed in that similar material, and it was supposed to withstand an impact from um, a missile or a bomb or anything like that, right? Coincidentally mm-hmm. enough, the wing of the Pentagon that this air quotes here plane hit was already under construction. 
Oh, and there it is, ladies and gentlemen, coming with the heat yeah, right now. Not so, from the World Trade Center jet fuel, but bringing <laughs> the heat from the Pentagon. Yeah, definitely not from the jet fuel. Um, and, but that that was that building was already under construction. And uh, another another thing that was brought up by uh, my son's coach was they had already said if you wanted to do maximum damage to the Pentagon. And we already know that the when they show you the little computer trail of the plane comes down in this banking motion and, and one in a banking million, hard left hard left it gets about 12 feet off the ground and smashes into the side of the Pentagon. Ahmed, pull up, yeah. pull up, you're too low. I can do this. <laughs> Hold. <Yeah. laughs> it's like they he's got a picture of Braveheart <laughs> clipped to the rearview mirror of the plane. Yeah. No, dude. He's like, oh, he's definitely got a picture of Maverick from Top Gun tucked away <laughs> in his fucking jacket pocket, you know. But they 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 had already come out and said, "Talk to me, goose. Talk to me." <laughs> They're just communicating with the other planes that are hijacked. <laughs> where where are we what at? What you guys Jester? thinking about? Yeah. I don't know. Jihad, I guess. <laughs> Jihad stuff. Uh, <laughs> but oh, like that's that was that phone call. Hold on, remember that thought? Yeah. That was that phone call. Remember that they made in the yeah, airport? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That on the timeline, they're like, and the terrorist, terrorist twelve and <laughs> terrorist four have a phone conversation, <laughs> and they talk about war against America. Yeah. They're like, oh my god, I can't wait! I'm so excited! Oh my god, I'm so I'm gonna jihad so hard. <laughs> not as hard oh as me. God. Not as hard as me. I've been no, I've been no, waiting for so true. long. You. That's true. You jihad very hard, very, very oh, hard. Thank yeah. you, thank you. Hold on. The, the razor plate really, really chafing the old keister. Yeah. Fucking so stupid. Dude. But but they 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 came out and said if if you wanted to do the max damage, you're gonna come in from the top, right? Because essentially then it is like a bomb. Everything's gonna explode on top of that building. Boom, you're gonna do massive damage. No, dude, they managed to pull out the fucking move of all moves. Every seasoned pilot is like, damn, that's impressive. This motherfucker failed his fight classes and still managed to pull it off. Like mm -hmm. this, there are so many good luck happenings on this day by the terrorists. Like, I don't know if they all had four leaf clovers, if they all had fucking rabbit's feet, if they all punched a woman with a driver's license in the face before they fucking, I'm not sure like how good luck goes in Sharia law. Like threw some gay guys off some. Yeah. Buildings. Did they chop off the hand of a thief and then keep it with them? You know what I mean? <laughs> but whatever they did, it fucking worked great because they pulled off some of the most amazing maneuvers that pilots just don't do. You know what I mean? And, yeah. um, the 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 fact that the families or, or a group of people sue the government because they want more video of especially the Pentagon the Pentagon situation right they mm -hmm. want more video of that they go cool you got us we'll release more video it's the same fucking videos that we get there's nothing new there right they're all super grainy yeah. terrible looks like they were recorded on a fucking potato and you're still going, oh, cool, you gave us the video, but there's there's still nothing there. We know that they have hundreds of hours of videotape from that whole entire event. 
and they refuse to release it. You can send out Freedom of Information Act, whatever you want. They'll just drag and drag and drag, and nothing will get released. Of 85 uh, footages, like video footages of the Pentagon, 84 of them were confiscated. Yeah. Yeah. That day. That day. Yeah. Just that day. And so instead of scrambling, trying to put out fires, look for survivors, figure out what's going on, they're like knocking on doors. I need your tape. Yeah. FBI. Give me that. Give me that. And um, I'm, I'm right. not sure if we have much time to go into it, but I'll see if I can get. Um, I had it. I had it saved somewhere, but I can't find it right now. Of of uh, fighter pilot talking about how they were getting scrambled to shoot these planes down. Right. They're saying we we're. Mm-hmm. We have these hijacked planes. They're headed this way. They're headed. They knew that one was headed to the Pentagon, and they told him, uh, "You you want us to blow this motherfucker out of the sky? No, stand down." Oh, okay. Yeah, they stood down all of the the air defense yeah. for that day. Yep. Now, we'll talk about it in episode three. A lot of people don't know this. There was a drill taking place. The exact always, day, always the exact same time of like a military drill mm-hmm. that they were that they were commencing at the exact same time of wouldn't you know it planes flying into the twin towers mm-hmm. what a coincidence which is why there's multiple recordings of uh, pilots during that day they're like uh, is this real world or is this part of the drill and they're like mm, real world yeah. Like I don't, so, I don't know. Stand out. <laughs> we'll we'll get into that part into part three, um, especially when we talk about Tower Seven, which would be the main focus of that episode. But I wanted to mention two more things before we kind of close out for tonight. Um, but we'll take a quick break before we do that. Uh, okay. Of the terrorists that attacked us on nine eleven, seventeen Saudi Arabians. One Egyptian, one Lebanese, directed by Al-Qaeda leader Osama bin Laden. That's the official narrative, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. We knew who did it within hours. Uh, the whole world knew who did it within days. Mm-hmm. So the United States, with that information, we invade Afghanistan. Yeah. And then Iraq. 17 Saudi <laughs> Arabians, one Egyptian... One Lebanese, mm-hmm. you got the fucking dancing Israelis <laughs> who were there filming the whole thing to watch what was going to happen. And they're like, okay, 17 Saudi Arabians, one Egyptian, one Lebanese. We're going to war to get these bastards. That equals Afghanistan. So, that equal, yes, yeah, 17 plus one Egyptian plus one Lebanese <laughs> equals Afghanistan. Gotta do the math. That's that. That's CIA. That's, <laughs> like, that's called CIA math. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How how did I, well? Here's the thing, I, I will say a lot of people during this time, uh, unless you're like an Alex Jones or like a Bill Cooper, you know what I mean, like these guys, yeah. um, were really scared. They were really scared. I mean, everybody, oh, I yeah. was everybody yeah. was scared. Like I thought we were going to be mounting machine guns on top of fucking cars. Oh, yeah, dude, you know, there were I didn't every, know what was going they, on. You thought terrorists were everywhere, right? Yeah. And here's. And I feel bad for for anybody of that remotely looked like Middle Eastern. Oh, dude! If I look in our country, if I look the way I look now, when this happened in high school, 
I would never be able to step foot even close to an airport, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah our, look at this our guy. neighbors. <laughs> our neighbors at the time were from Pakistan. Mm -hmm. The nicest people. They were actually at my wedding. Yeah. Um darker complexed people. Um we've and we've known them since we were kids <laughs> and they're like the nicest fucking people. Yeah. They had three daughters. Um but I I they went through hell. Yeah. Oh dude, and it was fucking bullshit. Dude. And anybody that, did, that looked, they could be from Northern Africa, you know, the Egyptian. The nope, nope. Yeah. You're a terrorist. Yeah. It was terrible. It was horrible to see. Um, uh, another shitty thing that we we keep forget. I, I don't want to say we keep forgetting, but that might get lost in the shuffle when we're trying to figure out um, this whole giant puzzle of nine eleven is that three thousand people actually died, regardless of mm -hmm. of. Who did it, right? Um, what happened? Were they planes? Were they not planes? There was actual loss of life uh, from what happened. And it changed the world. Not just the United States. It changed the world forever. Yes. Um, yeah. And that's the shitty part. That's why we take our shoes off. Yeah. Which, uh, actually, TSA said, don't got to do that anymore. You can leave your belt oh, really? on. COVID's on your feet. Yeah, because we need to keep COVID under control. Uh, no, I forget why. They just said, you know, uh, fuck it. We don't need to do that anymore. But like, oh, like you're fucking, you guys' feet are disgusting. Yeah. Keep bitch, you got corns. You don't clip your toenails. <laughs> this motherfucker has athlete's foot. Which, uh, to be quite honest, they should tell you wear closed-toed shoes at the airport because when people put their fucking stank-ass feet up on the armrests, I want to hurt somebody. Um, but then I would never be able to fly on a plane again. But uh, like in the jihad minor, <laughs> what are you saying? Are we? Are we gonna do this again? You know, but uh, we need bigger towers. <laughs> but um, yeah. So for some reason, we invade Afghanistan because uh, <laughs> all of these Saudis, and it was immediate, right? <laughs> I remember before, <laughs> after, after the second plane hit, we're sitting there. And my buddy's mom goes, her name was her name was Terry, but she's not a terrorist. Um, but there's no such thing as coincidence, dude. The I don't know who she was working for at the time, so I'll have to follow up on that. <laughs> but uh, she was like, oh, you know what? I remember on the news, like, in the last month or so, they were talking about that one terrorist. What's his name? He's like one of the most wanted people in the world. Osama, Osama, Osama bin Laden. And I'm like, oh, shit, yeah. And she's like, yeah, they were just talking about him, like how he was getting ready to do something big. And and I'm like, oh, fuck. Well, would you look at that? You know, they had time to set this up on a T. Boom. Let these planes fly into the towers. FBI, CIA, in on it the whole way through. Not to mention mm -hmm. 910. Donald Rumsfeld says we're missing $2.3 trillion. He, trillion now, dollars. He didn't say we're missing. He said it's unaccounted for, right? And now people like Slate.com or Vox, these fucking assholes, they might tell you, well, that's it's been debunked. Basically, what he's saying is they don't know where the military is spending this money. No, 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 no. When someone says it's unaccounted for, that means it's missing. Somebody took it, right? <laughs> especially that amount of money. Now there was an interesting interview that was done. Um, and there was a accountant, a military, basically a military accountant who had found out that there was $300 million missing at one point. He brought it to the superior's attention. Listen, we're missing this amount of money, which 
I mean, if somebody took $300 million from the military, it should be accounted for, right? This guy's doing his job. Mm-hmm. You should count yeah, that. And he's trying to figure out where it is. Basically, he takes it to his superiors and they tell him, hey, man, we don't know why you care so much. Well, he's like, well, it's $300 million. Now, if that was his mistake, if that was the accountant's mistake, this motherfucker would have been court-martialed, fired, whatever, right? Disappeared. Gonna die. Yeah, but there's a reason why his superiors are saying, you shouldn't care about this that much. You know what ended up happening to that guy? He ended up getting taken off of that project, put on a different project, probably counting fucking napkins in a mess hall or something. You know what I mean? So the fact that they're willing to cover up $300 million and then two hundred or $2.3 trillion comes up missing, the section of the Pentagon that was hit was basically the accounting area where we would know where that money went for military purposes. Tower mm. 7 and all of that, there's a lot that goes into Tower 7. We'll get into that in the next episode. But all of this shit is, is a giant, you know, red flag. And... If you ask me, we already know the suspects who took that $2.3 trillion. They've been washing it ever since. They're getting, you know, quarter million, half a million dollars for speaking engagements. George Bush is selling paintings uh, for fucking <laughs> 50, 60 grand a pop. Fucking, you see Hunter Biden's crackhead ass doing the same thing. Um, book deals, all kinds of shit, right? They're just cleaning money. They're cleaning money, dude. That's where the $2.3 trillion went. That's what funds the late night hot dog runs at the White House, right? It It's... Yeah, go back to our episode about yeah. that. Jesus. Fuck. It's a lot. Now, I, uh, if I can show one more photo of back to Flight 93 before we kind of close out the episode tonight. Um, this is... A picture of the crash site. Um, flight ninety three. Yes, flight ninety three's crash site. Let me know. Yeah, if you can see that. Yep. Okay, you can see that. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I can see it too. Cool. Now this is. Um, there's a couple photos that I'll show here, but this is um, the main impact here. Yeah. Um, there's another one. If I go to. I'm going to click that. It's kind of a more of a top view. It's very grainy. But that second or the first photo I showed you is basically this center area. Yeah. It's just kind of a close up on it, which mm-hmm. is this one here. And then here is a <laughs> look at that piece of a plane. It's kind of rusty already. And then if you go to a little bit rusty. And if you go to this one, the last photo, if it'll load up here. Oh, there we go. I got a slide. Sorry. Uh, it's just some broken ass trees. So if we go back to the impact site, this is the main impact site. Now, this is not a Google search. I didn't go like yeah. fake conspiracy flight. And anything. No, this is courtesy of the U.S. Department of Justice. Yeah. This is what we're told Flight 93 was. Mm-hmm. All of the plane is right there. Yeah, according to them, yeah. Well, honestly, what it looks like, as they just took a handful of M80s and shoved them in the ground, and pff, that's what you get. Mm-hmm. Um, there's dude, that looks like my buddy's front yard after a Fourth of July in Kansas. Yeah, and bes- besides that, like. that rusty piece of a plane that we saw, there's nothing that resembles anything of a plane crash. I don't care how fast that plane was traveling, right? Because if they're they're saying that that took a crazy banking turn, also 
the wings would collapse. You would find, you know, yeah. two, three pieces of full wings somewhere. And mm -hmm. what they're telling us is that over the course of this thing, fucking nose diving into the ground, the plane held together, nothing came apart, and then it completely evaporated along with all of the people inside, all of the luggage inside, and the rest of the metal frame to that airplane. That's what they're trying to tell us. And there are people going, okay, you know. I can buy it. And that's yeah. fine. No, that makes sense, like the velocity. Yeah. And, and, and But you know what? It's fine if these people want to say, no, 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 these terrorists actually did that. Okay, fine. But account for all this shit that doesn't make sense. Answer those questions. Mm -hmm. And there's no logical answer for any of those questions. Well, here's the thing, too. And, and a lot of people say this about, like, do you know how many people would have to be involved with that? Well, four governments come to mind right off the top of my head. <laughs> you have the Saudi government, you have the Egyptian government, you have the Israeli government, and you have our government. Yeah. Not like not to mention right off the top of my not head. to mention the media. The media Easy. is extremely complicit Easy. in all of this. And again, um from the father of propaganda himself, right? Mr. Goebbels, mm -hmm. right? If you tell a lie enough time, big yeah. enough, enough, enough times, times, it becomes the truth. It becomes the truth. And truth, this is a whole speech that he gives, but truth is the enemy of government control. Yeah. Uh, fucking, and, and you said it earlier, man, it is so profound. That changed, that, that day changed the entire world. Yeah. And they are currently mimicking it right now mm. with COVID. And I'll, I'll even speculate. We're going back to war in Afghanistan. Mm. We will be in back to war. Which now reintroduces possible terrorist attacks. Yep. And, and we've already seen with 9-11, it took a while and they rolled out COVID. With COVID, people are willing to give up their liberties if they're scared enough. Yeah, the Patriot came from 9-11. And it was far overreaching, right? We didn't have quite the community that we have now um, where we were able to just fucking drop bombs left and right about what was happening behind the scenes. Now we can, right? right? Now we see what's mm -hmm. coming. The Biden administration wants to um, allow the IRS to view every bank account that has more than $600 in it, track your transactions. <laughs> On top of that, I know we're getting a little off topic here, but on top of that, MasterCard is introducing a, a, a credit card that will track your uh, purchases based on the carbon footprint of the product you're you're purchasing. Now it'll it'll assign a score to each product. If that product uh, its carbon score reaches a certain threshold, it shuts that card off. You can no longer make any more purchases. Um, yeah, and that? you go to Sam Tripoli's, uh, um, Instagram page. That's where I originally saw it. This guy's breaking it down from the MasterCard website, right? And it has this gay little label on it that says, I'm doing my best to help the world. And fucking, um, it's where they want to make America China 2.0. Social credit score, yeah. all that shit. They want to base your credit score off of your internet search history, they want to fucking allow you uh, certain 
luxuries based on your your social credit score and things like that. There there was a case in China where this uh, this martial artist wanted to challenge another guy because he was lying about his lineage and this and that. And the the guy he was challenging was beloved by the CCP. They ended up fucking ruining this guy's social credit score to the point where he couldn't even get on a train. Couldn't couldn't yeah. travel. I've read yeah, that. Yeah, it's it's fucking ridiculous. And that's that's what's coming. And that's what's gonna happen because that's of COVID. Coming. They're using these fucking uh passports as like a soft entrance to that, right? And people are eating it up. There's people out here that fucking rat out Anne Frank in a heartbeat. You know what I mean? And there's there's people out here that'll tell you exactly where fucking if she was real. The people out here will tell you exactly where fucking Harriet Tubman is is living. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. that, dude. Because they think they're helping I other this people. Bitch. Yeah, this bitch. She, you right. know, yeah. it's not an actual railroad, guys. That's what I heard. You know, <laughs> like that. There are people like <laughs> yeah. that, dude. And it's in fucking. There ain't insane. no choo train. Yeah, okay. there ain't no train, guys. This is just a little little it's access just... into the floor there. You know. But there are people. There are people willing uh, to do that. Yeah, shit. and thank you. And I want to end the show with this. If you have any other final thoughts, this is something we forgot to mention about the towers. So after the towers fall, and basically immediately after the dust settles, um, and everybody has asbestos and black lung, yeah. um, they start rescue. Mm -hmm. Right, they start rescue operations almost immediately. So once they had basically did what they could do with the rescue. Uh, I think it was like weeks for weeks, there was molten iron yeah. at the bottom of the implosion site, mm -hmm. uh, which not from jet fuel. <laughs> um, I know there was a lot of reports that there was thermite yeah. that was, um, evident in the dust, mm -hmm. but a 24 hour cycle of dump trucks mm -hmm. to get the steel out of the building yeah. and guess where they fucking shipped it to straight to fucking China to be melted down at less of a cost than what it took them to ship the fucking steel there. So they took a they took a essentially a loss yeah. on the entire operation. Yeah. Dude, that's an active fucking crime yeah. scene. And they shipped it off to China. That they're manipulating. And they're shipping it off to China. And everybody accepted it at the time because we had all agreed unanimously, for the most part, everybody in the country, it was fucking terrorists yeah. that did it. Yeah. We, it's not a it's not a case solved, crime yeah. solved. Osama bin Laden, right? Mm -hmm. Who was a CIA asset. Yeah. Who had we, worked we for made them him for years. Yeah. We made him. We made that guy. Yeah. He worked for the Mujahideen years before mm -hmm. that. Uh when they were fighting Russia and Afghanistan. And last but not least, uh about these towers, as we had mentioned in part one, uh that the only because the FAA grounded all flights, yeah, except for one that just so happened to be a flight that was exiting the United States had fucking bin Laden's family on it because they were meeting with the Bush family. That come yeah. on, dude, yeah, come mission on, mission accomplished. How obvious, <laughs> yeah, mission accomplished. We did it. I'm gonna go <laughs> diddle a child, daddy. I did it. <laughs> daddy do you love me now <laughs> do you love me now daddy uh do you remember that was it was it john podesta that had that fucking art of like 
Bush no, 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 Jr. No. in like a diaper. No, that was uh, that was Epstein, where he's sitting cross-legged. Oh, that was Epstein. Yeah, he was uh, crisscross applesauce yeah. with that paper airplane, and he had the picture of Bill Clinton in the blue dress. Yeah, yeah. that was Epstein's apartment. I want to pull that up for the video. I, let me see if I can find that image real quick. Yeah. Um, so people can see it for the video. But, dude, why is my... My, like, keyboard has not been wanting to operate recently. Fuck. They're on to us. Damn it. Boy, you want to see if you can um, pull that yeah. up? So, sure. let's see. Yeah, DuckDuckGo, that, like, bush painting. Bush paper uh, airplane. Paper airplanes. Yeah, bush paper airplane painting. And then just hit screen share and then screen share tab. Because um, that's... It's like... They're holding shrines for the things that they've gotten away with yeah. to themselves so they can laugh about it. Yeah, it's uh it's a lot of bullshit. Um Damn that shit is loud next to me. I do. So as Boyle pulls that up, um that is going to be most of what we're going to talk about for at least the towers in episode two part two of 9-11 the three towers did you find it yeah tell me when tell me when it pulls up uh yeah i can yeah we can see it okay. yeah we can see well there's it. there's the bill you, clinton it, can you see the bill clinton one uh yeah i see the bill clinton all right there's one. the bill clinton see and let me see it. here's see if you can make that one bigger the of the of bush okay um you might be able to like hit view file or something like that Bush paper airplanes. I love that. So funny. Uh, well, let me make that one bigger. Okay. Well, they can see. Yeah. It. So yeah. So this this is the Bush one. Uh, <laughs> and I mean, look at it. Look look here. Um, you have another paper airplane here on the floor. These look kind of like like Jenga blocks. Um, right here in front of him on yeah. the floor. They're all knocked over. Yeah. Um, and then. Like two towers yeah. that have fallen exactly. down. Exactly. With this stupid smiling face, right? Uh, and you have the Bill Clinton one and Monica Lewinsky's dress, um, which I I don't doubt that he probably wore at some point in time. I'm yeah. Sure. But um, All right, now I think I'm going to put your <laughs> dress on and I want you to wear my tie. Yeah. Um, she's like, okay. <laughs> but yeah, dude. They they got to, uh, you know, like I always say, it's vampire shit. They got to tell you ahead of time what was happening, yeah. you know? Yeah. And not to mention all the uh, the imaging that we saw leading up to this, which most of us didn't see until much after the event had taken place. But you had, like, the images in Terminator. You had the images in The Simpsons and Beavis and Butthead. Mm -hmm. uh, all kinds of these, you know predictive programming type yeah. images from that vampire shit, you yep. know, that sigil magic. They got to let you know what they're going to do before they do it. It's empowering to yeah. them. And I mean, you know, on our show, we really don't get into too much of like the symbolism and numerology and stuff like mm -hmm. that. I don't know. I think that's kind of silly and it doesn't matter if we don't believe in it because they yeah. do. So it means something to them. Yeah. And, and if you believe um, in it, 
you know, we've always talked about the manifestation thing. I mean, we've done it here on the show where we make a list of accomplishments we want to hit, right? Because if you write it down, yep. then you're more likely to to um, to perform at those levels. Same right. shit that they do, just on a whole different. I mean, you watch any movie that involves magic. I mean, take fucking Doctor Strange for instance, right? Right. All of his magic is good magic. It's gold, right? He projects gold, and all of the bad magic is purple, right? So you can do a similar thing. We write down, we want this, we want to hit this many listens. We want to get these guests on the show, and we hit those. These motherfuckers are like, mm -hmm. we need this many deaths to feed the archons because we want this dark energy. You know what I mean? That's what drives yeah. them. That's what they believe, and that's what they're accomplishing. And they want you to know that they're doing it mm -hmm. like, because they need permission. Mm -hmm. They need permission. Same thing is going on yep. right now with COVID. Per the um, per basically the laws of medicine, they cannot give you a medication without you consenting. All of us here are saying right. we don't consent to this medication. But they're still telling you, well, you got to get it. You got to get it. It's the same thing. They use these, these tactics and interrogations all the time. Well, I mean, sure, maybe you didn't do it. But, you know, if, if, if I could get you a lawyer unless you just want to talk right now and tell us what happened. You know what I mean? It's like that type right. of shit. And that's what yeah. they're doing right now. Yeah. A uh, coworker of mine just sent some information to us on Instagram as I was preparing for the show tonight that they are currently doing research on putting the mRNA vaccine in lettuce. into yeah. lettuce mm -hmm. so that you wouldn't have to take a jabby jabby out because it hurts. No, that's not why the fuck I want to take yeah. it. Don't want to take it. Um, but, so essentially they're postulating about microdosing you with the vaccine through your food. Yeah. Well, and then, and then, We've had a lot of of talk about um, coming food shortages, mm -hmm. but who, so who's been who's been buying up farmland? Oh God, what's that fucking Fuck, asshole? Oh, yeah. Bill Gates. Yeah, Bill Gates, that guy. Bill Gates, who's not a doctor. If anybody's wondering, not a still not, still a, doctor. not a doctor. So, I mean, <laughs> could that be what's on the horizon? The flat horizon? You know, I don't know. We will see. Uh, anything else, man, you want to mention about the towers? Um, I'm sure there is, but I will i don't remember at the moment, and I'll probably uh, remember after the show, and I'll make sure I jot it down for episode three. Yeah, final episode on our three-part 9-11, the Three Towers trilogy, because if you want to call it oh, that. Trilogy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's going to be the doozy. Episode three is going to be the doozy. Hopefully we have Chris in studio for that yeah. one. Um, but, uh, that's going to be a lot of information mm -hmm. coming at you guys. So hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Um, if you did enjoy this episode, make sure you hit the like button, please subscribe to our rock fin. Um, we have some goals that we're going to announce, I think next month that we have coming for the show. So stay tuned for that. Um, biggest thing is you can share the information, share this episode, part one, part two, with some friends, some loved ones, maybe some people that didn't know this, yeah. that maybe the only research they've done about the second darkest day in human history <laughs> uh, is, <laughs> you know, what they've 
spoon yeah. fed us. Maybe that's as far as they've gone, yeah. and that's not necessarily their fault, you know. Yeah. Well, um, <clears throat> real quick, we've you know we've always promised to never forget what happened because, like I said earlier, the the, the biggest thing that we need to remember is the 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 amount of innocent people that were taken from family, loved ones, and and just the planet in general. Um, we Plain. we promised. Right, we promised uh, to never forget, but we're we're now there's a whole new generation of people that never were there. They don't remember, right? Um, mm -hmm. And they are forgetting. And you can see that the people that were in charge, the asshole that was president at the time, has already forgotten. And he's telling everybody that the January sixth insurrection, Trump supporters are just as bad as these terrorists. Um, which is terrible, right? It's a slap in the face to right. 3,000 Americans that lost their lives that day. Countless uh, first responders that lost their lives continue to lose their lives through illness. Um, there's children growing up without parents. Um, there's parents who lost their children, brothers, sisters, all, all of that shit. Um, mm -hmm. So whether or not you think it was an inside job, it was, you know, the Saudis, or it was whatever all of those people died and it was all for a purpose that isn't f actually what they're telling us. Right. So right. We, we just, we can't forget that. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, at the end of, uh, part three, I think we're all going to kind of get off the fence with the entire event. So that way we kind of wrap it up with a nice little bow for sure for everybody. Um, and people keep sharing information with us about, you know, that day mm -hmm. uh, from what they remember, from what they have read and seen. So keep doing that, and we'll definitely add it in the show. Um, so check us out on Rockfin, R-O-K-F-I-N, slash W-B, Conspiracies. Some people are like, we can't find you. It's because we couldn't fit our full name. you got to type in just W-B, Conspiracies. Too big. Just like big. our... Hey. <laughs> Just like our our website, wbconspiracies.com. Guys, check out check out our, our merch. Get a t-shirt. Mm -hmm. Use the affiliates that we're working with. You're probably going to hear a couple ads for some of them in this show. So take advantage of that, man. If you guys aren't preparing right now, <laughs> you're dumb. <laughs> I mean, I just bought a four-week supply of food for my family, and it's good for 25 yeah. years. If I don't ever have to use it in 25 years, when 24 years and nine months rolls around, we'll probably eat yeah. it. Banquet. You know? <laughs> Boom. Banquet. Have have all the friends and family over. Have some dehydrated food. <laughs> you know? We'll make it a bang. Yeah, there we go. Okay? But I got to do what I got to do to make sure that if something happens, which I think we're all speculating that there's probably something pretty big in the pipeline, uh, not the Keystone Pipeline, of course, um, that <laughs> that my family is ready for yeah. it. So Get a, yeah. take advantage of that. Prepare how you Go want get to. Get yourself a generator. Get yourself some fuel, some water, some food. Jet fuel. Guns. Yeah, jet fuel, because it'll burn hotter, longer. Uh, it'll probably it'll probably destroy hotter. your generator, if that's the case. Um, but uh, uh, Definitely don't. Food, water. Put jet fuel in. Guns and ammunition. That's it. 
Yeah, if you're not a gun person, I encourage you to become yeah. one because you can have all the supplies in the world, but then you're just grocery shopping sure. for something and, else. Uh, or, so. yeah, I mean, you can shoot some thoughts and prayers their way, see what happens, but, you know, <laughs> not as effective yeah, you might as a 300 black Negan com- Yeah, Negan comes your way on a supply run. Thoughts and prayers aren't going to work. Um, yeah. Oh, hot day. Yeah. Boom. Roll credits. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, love that. Uh, By the way, I wanted to mention this. Uh, The wife and I watched an exclusive movie to Peacock this past weekend. Mm -hmm. Fuck, I shouldn't have watched it because we have a son now. I don't know. Um, It's called My Son. And, uh, God, I can't remember the guy's name. I'm so so bad with names. I'm like, I know actors' faces, and I'm bad with names. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Um, Close. (laughs) Second cousin twice removed. (laughs) He played in um, Glass Mm -hmm. and, uh, was it called Splinter? Uh, McAvoy, Charles Xavier from First Class, that guy? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Is it John McAvoy? No, no, no. I think that's that's his name. Anyhow, that guy. Yeah. Uh, Professor X. Yeah. Professor X Uh, from First Class. Yes. um, He starred in the movie... And the reason I watched the movie is because um, he, uh, as it like rolls the intro, because, you know, when you scroll over a, a movie to watch, yeah. it kind of goes through the intro. He didn't have a um, script okay. for the movie. So he's acting throughout the movie. James, all pretty much James ad-lib. McAvoy. I think James McAvoy. James McAvoy. Fuck. It is such a good movie. Oh my god! If he doesn't win awards for that, damn it to all hell. Yeah. Well, Hollywood. We'll see the next time they have a maskless, non-social distance award show, where all of the servants are wearing masks. Hopefully, he wins an award and gives a speech with no mask. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, it's phenomenal. Um, again, the fact that he didn't have a script, basically he's, uh, I think he's Scottish in real life. Yeah, I think so. Um, cause it's in Scotland and he plays a Scottish character. Uh, his son is taken. It becomes this like whole conspiracy. Um, the police department is told to back off from the case cause it's like a huge, like pedophile ring. Like Franklin cover up. Like he gets. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm, yeah. Tight. Like. But like in Scotland, Scotland, <laughs> so Scotland. But dude, it's fucking good, man. It does have a good mm-hmm. ending, so I don't want to, you know, recommend anything that's gonna like cause you to like sleep in your kids' room tonight or anything <laughs> like that. But um, it was a really good, good. movie. But uh, well done. Oh, so yeah. I would recommend that. And Peacock is free, nice. so so it's a great movie. Definitely don't watch it before you go to bed. I would, you know. Maybe like a Sunday afternoon. Copy that. Bright sunny day. Copy that. Not a whole lot of rain or anything like that. Copy that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's it for this episode of Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracy. 9-11, The Three Towers, Part 2. I have been Big Country. And I am Boye. And we will see you guys for Part 3. So see you then. Bye. I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. USA is hell. USA is hell. Donald Trump, Putin, and shit. I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value.
by order of the hooligans. Welcome to the Nebuchadnezzar.